1: Hello, Fightful Faithful.
2: And welcome to the post NXT uh, after party. Uh here on the Fightful YouTube. I'm your host uh Alex Pelaski. And with me, as always, is is <laughs> is is the is, is the Sour Graps lady herself, Kate Hensler. How are you, Kate?
3: Well. I'm okay. I think it's kind of messed up that you didn't immediately wish me a happy birthday, as the wild child of the '80s, and now I don't know if we can even coexist, Alex. It's
2: true, we can't even coexist. How are uh, we going
3: to coexist? I
2: don't know. I guess
3: we'll find out whether or not we can coexist.
2: Right. In well, we'll we'll have to find out. I mean, we'll we'll start out saying we we plan on coexisting. Yes, and you and I. Got ha- it. After the first commercial break in the match, there'll be. Tension after a misunderstanding, yeah. and then we'll like did did you mean to hit me on purpose, or was that just accidental? And then we'll look at each other like we don't like each other. Can we coexist? We were not we're not sure.
3: Anyway, this podcast episode is ending in a schoolboy disqualification.
2: <laughs> hey <laughs> uh and and as a result of our not being able to coexist and one of us being rolled up and and losing the match the consequences of that will be nothing like it won't it won't adversely affect us in any way the i mean you and i need to coexist because we work together and we need to have more episodes of this but if we had like right. a one time podcast hosting tag team and we didn't really like each other otherwise i don't see why we would need to coexist
3: I mean, Denise and Sean can barely coexist. That's, that's uh, true. So they're they're hanging that's, out by a thread. But you know what? True. I don't think I would coexist with anyone if I had to talk about Raw right after I watched Raw. There's no way I would be able to coexist with a single person on this planet.
0: <laughs> this
2: is true. This is true. Um, uh, I'm, we're letting some people trickle in before we get into things. But, but, but as always, please like, subscribe if you haven't. Hit the like button, tap the bell for notifications after you subscribe, so you always know when we're streaming, um, which is fairly usual on a regular schedule, but still, Still. just in case we throw something crazy at you, you'll know when we're streaming, and then you can tune in. Uh, Also, go to FIFO Select, subscribe uh, there, because that's the best way to support us, other than Super Chats. Um, which is a great way of doing that. You can go down the bottom of the YouTube thing and hit, click the little dollar sign and you can write a super chat like Sean Blanford, uh, who says, um, Bon Giorno, Alex, Kalex. I'm not sure if I'll make it the full three hours tonight since I have an interview for a promotion at my job tomorrow, but here's a bit of fun money to save up for Halloween Havoc. Hey, Gabagool. Listen, people, we love how much you love us and love staying up all night with us. Yacking about a show that isn't really all Alex, that good. Alex,
3: Alex, they're not staying up and yakking. They're coexisting <laughs> they're, with they're, us. Please get it right. They're, they're
2: coexisting write. with us.
3: We're so thankful to those of you who coexist. We love
2: the fact that you guys are here. But please, if you need sleep before a big interview tomorrow, I would, I would hate it if you went to the interview just yawning because you were up till three a.m. <sighs> listening to us talk about this stuff. But please, we love having you here. It's 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 the best.
3: Know what I would love if he listened to this and fell asleep and through osmosis, like went to his interview as Tony D'Angelo, like the voice, like crept into his head.
1: Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, Yeah. yes. That would be very good. That would be very good. (laughs) Um. So, uh, J.K. Schwal sends a super chat. Thank you, J.K. Schwal. Just got my refund from Brewers playoff deposit. Yikes! So <laughs> here's some cash. Kate's right. Baseball sucks, but also is the best.
3: That is the thing with baseball.
2: <laughs> what does Tony D'Angelo think of the defending champs, uh, our Bucks' outlook this year? Uh, well, uh, Tony D'Angelo uh, would say, "Hey, listen, hey man, I'm not not a big fan of Milwaukee Bucks." What is that, personally? Because I grew up in Chicago and also New York and also Philly. I'm a big fan of the Bull Nick Sixers and I really love that team very much. And I'm I got I got I got, uh, got courtside seats because my dad he knows a guy who knows a guy who also knows a guy who had a guy killed by my dad, so we get nice seats up front. And I will tell you what, I like the Bucks. I got that. I like that guy Giannis. I think he's a very good player. Uh, I don't know anybody else on the team, but I, I think I think I think the Knicks Sixes, Bulls Sixes, Knickses. I think they got them this year.
3: Who play in the windy apple of in brotherly love?
2: The windy, the windy brotherly apple. <laughs> Chicago, York, Philly.
3: Hey, Chicago, York, Philly.
2: Yay. Um. <laughs> yes. Uh. Ah. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, somehow I don't know why you're all here, unless you know this. Uh like you would know this because you've been watching the show. I'm a jukebox for crazy voices. So you could send in things and ask me to say things and and then I'll, I'll 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 say the I'll say the things that you want me to say in the voice you want me to say them in within reason if you send in the super chat. So
3: That's Thank you JK
2: one. Schwall. Um uh <clears throat> Matt Reichel uh sends yeah. super chat says uh, watch the bucks destroy the nets. Giannis is a goat. Now I'm here for Team Kalex. Enjoy the cruise, bestie Kate. Yeah, you're going, you're going on, on the Jericho Cruise.
3: Uh I am going on the Jericho Cruise. And Alex, I'm gonna take so much footage of old dad rock star Jericho and bring it back just for you, pal.
2: I, I <laughs> please get me a picture of him like passed out drunk on margaritas on a, in a chaise lounge, just like just just paunchy and 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 sunburned please just I, I need it
3: it's possible my actual goal is Peter Avalon's gonna be on it and he's just like I just love Peter Avalon and I found out that he loves mojitos and there's a mojito bar, so I want to buy him with my open drink free package that's included I yeah. want to buy Peter Avalon a mojito <laughs> that's the shoot goal
2: So really, you want to get a mojito for free and hand it to him and hope he drinks it.
3: Kate Fabe, bro. Kate. Kate Fabe.
2: Kate Fabe, bro. Yeah, agreed. Ryan Sullivan Sullivan asks, can Kate and Alex coexist? I think we've proven on many times. The answer is yes.
3: No, you have to stay up for three hours to find (laughs) out. To find
2: out, because you never know. And. It It could all fall apart.
3: If you can't stay up for three hours, you have to go to Fightful Select and subscribe. And in the $5 tier, Sean will get an exclusive on this. So there's also legit like a ton of contract news coming down the pike. So you should go to Fightful yes. Select and subscribe. Because yes. it's where all the contract news lives.
2: Yes. Um, uh, Elise Roselle says in a nice super chat saying, Just stopping by to wish Kate a safe and fun Cruz. And don't forget to be weird to the other boats once you're in port. (laughs) It's tradition.
3: So I went last year with Elise, who just super chatted. Uh, She was such a trooper. She's like four foot eight, too. So we had to like, there was a lot of, we had to find sight lines where we could actually see the ring. She's awesome. And we would just yell at other boats when we were docked, especially when the Disney cruise was right by. It was Mm -hmm. real, real fun because they were like, you could tell the people on the other boats were like, "Is that is there wrestling <laughs> happening on that boat?" And so we just harassed them as you do. As you were would. heels, yeah, and we couldn't coexist, guys. The boats can't coexist in the same port.
1: <laughs>
2: boats <laughs> are notorious for not being able to coexist with each other.
3: It's so true. Yeah,
2: yeah, not, not yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, not great. <clears throat> um, um. <laughs> Uh, Joey Bagadonuts uh, sends a super chat saying The Kalex mega powers collide Oscar Villanueva That's true we do But we have to like shake our hands really Yeah, Ooh,
3: yeah. I immediately made you Hulk Hogan Because I hate him
2: uh, No no you know neither <laughs> one of now that. That's going to be how we don't coexist Both of us are macho man
3: you can be heel Macho Man, and well, I'll be face. Well, no, I guess I'm the heel. We'll have to we'll
2: have to have a match to determine who spins the wheel and sees which one of us gets to be Macho Man in the Mega Powers. A
3: because, gimmick, on a, because, on, a a gimmick on a wheel on a pole match. A gimmick on a wheel on a pole match. The wheel is on a pole.
2: The, the spinny thing is a game of chance, so we have to fight to see who uses the game of chance to get the thing they want. Cause that makes sense. We'll talk about that later. Um, Oscar Villanueva says that hope, uh, hope Kate enjoys listening to Judas
3: 24 seven. That song will become the Judas in my mind by the end of the cruise. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, that's very good. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Speaking of of the jukebox, the, the, there was I don't remember who this was. Beep, 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 beep. Somebody asked me last week to do the Scott Steiner math promo as Tony D'Angelo, um, and and I said I'm not going to try and find that here and make sure I got it in a font I can read because sometimes they're all over the place like super small and I can't read it. So I said I promise I will I will do it next time. And here it is, just for you, because I love you people so much. You um,
3: people. You love people. so much.
2: Um, I'm going to do the Scott Steiner, famous Scott Steiner math promo um, as Tony D'Angelo. Here we go. You know, they say that all men are created equal. But you look at me, and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I am a genetic freak and I am not normal. So you got a 25 at best chance at beating me. But then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 3 to <coughs> third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even gonna try. You understand? So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an 8 and one third chance of winning a sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we was to go one on one, and then add 66 and two thirds percents. I got a 141 and two thirds chance of winning a sacrifice. You see, Joe, the numbers, they do not lie, my friend, and they spell disaster for you as sacrifice forget about it. Got go. <laughs> It really is. It really is one of the best promos ever written, you can tell. And it's
3: so relevant today because the 50/50 chance at winning thing has never <laughs> been more true in WWE booking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so so we're going to talk about what happened along the way. And we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll read your super as Keep sending them in. We'll keep reading them. Uh, I'll keep doing your jukebox question, like the things. Um, and, and then, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe this one won't go uh, three hours. Maybe it'll go five hours. <laughs> we don't so know. Cute. <laughs> we don't know. We honestly don't know. Um. So, um. so we started the night in NXT. Um. Uh with a mellow Uh where Carmelo comes out and he's got Trick Williams with him and they're wearing their letterman's jackets, which is so cute. I didn't realize they were still in high school. But well, they uh, might be
3: going to Chase University for all we know.
2: But they're, they're, they're both on the debate team. You can tell because of their or- oration skills. Um, they they lettered in debate, uh and and they uh, they're talk, talking about how great carmelo is and he he is he is very he's very very good um but i know you have a a, 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 a um a, um a thing about how they're presenting him they're saying that he is now the a champion uh he's got he's he's got the a the a belt or whatever it is not the b belt uh, B belt, of course, is like B is for belt, A is for belt. I'm not really sure I'm <laughs> sure. Um, but if that's if that's so, why didn't they have him challenge for the for the for the actual big belt? Kate, do you under do you understand this? Because I don't.
3: Sure don't. I think what they're trying to say is that uh, no matter what belt is in Carmelo's hands, that's the most important belt on the show. That's what they're trying to tell you mm-hmm. that. It's just not how professional wrestling works. There's a whole tier of parts of the world that they're named after with these belts that tell you how important they are based on their ratio to the rest of the world. So (laughs) I don't know why this was the move. And it's, it's just, you know what? Now the world championship is not the most important belt on the show is a ridiculous claim to make because whether it's. Break occur or Champa, they're going to be a bigger star holding that belt by the end of Halloween Havoc. So, it just I get what they're going for. It's like what I'm doing is the most important thing, right? And i mm-hmm. I really believe in Carmelo Hayes. I think he's an absolute star. He's great. I I, I don't hate Trick Williams. I I don't understand why. I he would might. like
2: to see. I would like to see him wrestle more.
3: Sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't think. Carmelo Hayes needs a mouthpiece. I complain about this on AEW all the time with Lambert and, uh, and two of the best promos in AEW being strapped to someone who's not as good at promos as they are, but they're working together. Just they're coexisting just fine. Um, But it it just makes no sense if you are like the cockiest guy in the company, why you wouldn't go for the most important belt. I appreciate that they're making an effort to justify it, but it just falls so short in doing so. It makes it doesn't work. It makes no sense.
2: No, it really doesn't.
3: Um... And they still didn't acknowledge the fact that it was. uh an at-a-glance money in the bank cash-in situation, like no acknowledgement of the fact that you just signed we, a contract and that you don't set a match for the title.
2: We desperately what? need William Regal. Yeah, back back on Bad. screen. Like, Bad. I,
0: I, I just
2: I just need him to to be a guy who explains things like this. Like there that, I mean, we've only had one breakout tournament before. Okay. Uh, and uh, ACH, Jordan Miles at the time, won it and then came out and said, Adam Cole, the top guy in the company, I want a shot at your champion, at your title next week. And then that was it. Like, I guess that could have been the babyface doing the money in the bank thing, where it's like, I'm calling my shot. I want you. But because I'm a babyface, I'm going to face you at a later date and you get to prepare for it. As opposed to the heel who sneaks up on somebody. But because we've only had the one cash cash in before, I, I, I guess I assumed it was a call your shot, you get your match at a later date thing. And that was the only way of doing it. And they never really explained otherwise. So maybe that's on me for just assuming. And you know what happens when you assume, Kate.
3: You make an asset of Uma Thurman, but <laughs> to your point, we shouldn't have had to have wondered what the rules were. No, it's true, they should it's true. have told us what the rules were. I was also thinking about this uh, going for the lesser title thing. Yeah, and part of the problem is I think that he's a heel because I was thinking about how, like, I'm not the biggest. People love the Miz, I guess, like a lot, and I think he's fine. Uh, he's I'm not like a Miz stand, but when he would do promos talking about how important the belt that he was winning constantly was, it really worked because he would just talk about how important that belt was not about how important it was in relation to other belts. So he would talk about them that this was Dusty's belt, like the, the previous title holders and stuff, like talking about the significance of that belt in the context of the programming, but not playing this comparison game. So that is a big part of why this didn't work for me either was just that like, he's a heel and not speaking to the importance of the belt. And instead he's like, now this is the most important belt. And it's like, well, go on. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it the most important belt?
2: Yeah. Um. I, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the, the Miz, I, 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 I've, I've grown very tired of the Miz. He can, he can go play Danny Zuko or the, the genie from Aladdin for as long as he wants. I hope he stays on dancing the stars forever. Cause I've just so done with this incarnation of him. Um, but at the time, like five years ago, summer of 2016, him cutting promos on Daniel Bryan on the only good version of talking smack that ever existed. I was a huge fan of his. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I understand like the, there's ebbs and flows, but like Camilo Hayes, like I, I immediately picked, pegged him. Like when he showed up and was like, Adam Cole, I'd like to fight you Kushida. I'd like to fight you. I was like, well, I don't know who this guy is yet, but I'm really interested in, in this guy because sure. he's calling the shots uh and I, I i think that's i think that's good and we'll see where this goes um where it's going now apparently is johnny gargano comes out and i was like i honestly thought johnny gargano was never going to appear on nxt television ever again yeah i thought he was going to be have like a soft write off and we'd never see him until his contract expires in the beginning of next year um but i like the way he came out like he's 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 walking that fine line he's almost johnny wrestling again uh and i like that he says listen indy's off doing her own thing austin's on raw candace is home pregnant and i really don't know what i want to do except for maybe i want to get back that title that i've won more than anybody else um and then uh they make some stupid sexist thing of like you got to worry about your daughter and i was like didn't didn't Johnny Gargano say in the in the baby in the, in the gender reveal thing that like that he's they're having a boy? What daughter? Oh they're talking about Indy. Well no that's that's a that's a gag within the way of them being their surrogate adopted son and daughter. Yeah. Obviously that that's not true. Trick Williams believes with his whole heart that Indy Hartwell is Johnny Gargano's offspring and I I think that's adorable, but it's definitely not true. Well, the physical
3: um, resemblance is uncanny. You gotta give that so to him. It's so true.
2: Uh, also the, the <laughs> accents, they're so similar. So similar. So she grew up in Cleveland, just like Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but he says, uh, your daughter has been all up in his DMs, Carmela's Carmelo's DMs. I'm like, oh uh, no, that's not that's not a true thing in any in any way. It's such a weird thing to be like, hey man. Your daughter, who's not actually your daughter, is a fake slut. Ha ha. Like, Here's I don't even know what, what happened. that is.
3: I know what happened, though. <laughs> okay. Vince just found out the phrase slide up in DMs. <laughs> That's what happened. He just learned what it means to slide into someone's DMs. And he thinks it's the greatest thing ever yeah. and doesn't realize it's like 100 years old. I just also didn't like that because it had nothing to do.
2: Nothing to do with anything. With
3: the, Anything? Like, with the belts, nothing to do with building the, the, a feud. Like it wasn't they don't like, have a stable to go against as, them. Like, I
2: just... As you know. I said last week, I mean, I, I I pitched it being Zion Quinn, but you could easily have somebody like Trick Williams say, Johnny, you're a joke now. Like, my generation to the people who, who came here, we came here to wrestle you, Johnny Wrestling. That ain't you anymore. Now you're a joke. You know, that's that feels like the beginning of a feud saying your fake daughter is a fake slut is like it's it's not even just low-hanging fruit it's like a tree on the other side of the orchard like what are we doing like it has nothing to do with anything it just not i don't know what anything. i don't know what that was um but he's like uh, oh you're my daughter huh like i like the way johnny gargano was like yeah. <laughs> you're really stupid um my daughter well you know behind me is my son-in-law and so uh, Loomis and, and Johnny run them off and then end up keeping the title belt. And I guess we'll talk about this now. Uh, apparently they kept the title belt. And so Mello and Trick Williams are in the locker room looking for stuff and they go through all the lockers and they find lots of, um, of uh, Ikemen Jiro's uh, jackets. And then they, they find one that appears to be glowing and they open it up and it's got all kinds of spooky Halloween props in it. and And a note... And I did appreciate this. i was like, okay, Trick Williams. I'm now. I'm interested in seeing what you can do when they just let you actually be funny yeah. and, and yourself, and not like, I'm I'm playing this super hard black guy as opposed to like just being a guy. Like it, it felt like was, this was felt like more like him being himself. Like holding the the, the weird drawing of Lugnus did backwards and saying, I think they wrote it in Da Vinci Code. It's very funny to me. I don't know why. I loved that. Uh, And and then Carmelo grabs it. Like, you dummy. I actually love these two as like an old vaudevillian comedy duo where Trick is the big dumb one and Carmelo is like, yo, shut up!" Like, I think that could be a lot of fun. But anyway, he's like, oh, so they want us to meet them next week at Halloween Havoc at some kind of haunted house. And I love Trick Williams and me- hearing the haunted house and going, I don't like haunted houses. And I was like, yeah. well, Trick Williams has seen many horror movies and he knows that usually the black gentleman does not fare too well. Correct. So I think that he's he at least he understands the tropes, which is good.
3: Which is good. Yeah, I just uh, it's that thing that if you show Vince you're funny, you can yeah. never go back. That, that that's makes true. me nervous and this yeah. is supposed to be a cocky heel duo but I think Halloween Havoc has always had like a lot of tongue in cheek around it, especially like in these more modern uh incarnations of it, and it's fun, it's silly, like there's a wheel involved, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think that there's a little bit of playfulness that, that can allow for this. I'm just like, don't you go too far and show Vince you're funny because you can never return in a very yeah. Halloween Havoc style.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm totally, totally fine with Johnny and Dexter versus Mello and Trick in a sure. in a in a cinematic haunted house match for Halloween Havoc. It'll be fun. It won't it's not it's not for the title. It's just fun.
3: I have a question. Yeah, please. Can Johnny and Dexter coexist?
2: I I mean they Dexter gave him the thumbs up tonight, so I'm a I am am I'm assuming, but you never know.
3: But he's a serial killer and it's Halloween havoc.
2: Yeah, so he might he might kill Johnny just because he can't help himself because, you know, he's got the sickness.
3: It's true. Or Goldberg shows up and everybody's just trying to kill each other.
1: (laughs) Yep.
3: Perfect. Perfect. I am great at
1: this. You're very, very good at this. Yeah, I should be booking. You're very,
2: very good at this. Some, some, (laughs) somebody get Kate the pencil. Um, Fran (laughs) Chile uh, sends a huge super chat. Thank you so much, Fran. This is amazing. Uh, and says I haven't watched a single episode of NXT 2.0 yet can't get enough of you and Alex's impressions, so I don't feel uh, like uh, I ever have to watch it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is the goal.
2: Yeah. That uh, is
3: the goal. Uh, uh,
2: he, he makes a reference to last night's post-RAW show with Sean and Denise, where he says he would like to ask if Tony D'Angelo is a butt guy. Hashtag get butt. Oh, and hi, Kate. Uh, Tony D'Angelo Actually, personally, I prefer the Bazooms. That's just me, though. That's just me. I've always been a Bazooms guy. But, uh, you you know, uh, your mileage may vary. That's all i will say.
3: For those of you who aren't up to date, butts were the most over thing on the the Raw post show yesterday because the rest of Raw is so bad at this point Mm -hmm. that Sean and Denise got butts over. And let me tell you, I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump in on that post show to moderate. Not the best decision I've ever made.
2: <laughs> now, now, the most over thing on Monday night's post show is butts. The most over thing on Tuesday night's post show is
3: bangs. It's true. Someone tweeted at me: "Butts bangs and baseball." <laughs> I was like, "If that's not a motto for life, I don't know it's what." Perfect.
2: Is. Um, uh, then some somebody somebody threw together uh, uh, an Adam Cole. Uh, remix with bangs in there instead of boom and it was pretty great and then i decided i'm gonna add to it so it's a, you know it's all about the bangs sour grabs lady
3: i love it that was Good. the lovely um jay shell who's yes. so nice and so nice. uh wonderful to interact with on twitter yeah. thank you for doing that it made my whole day <laughs>
2: Um, uh, the nerd guru sent in a super chat saying, so "Not gonna lie, when Johnny came out, I nearly shed a tear." The flag bearer of the old NXT, a rebel heart still beating, though he is probably leaving. Uh, yeah, he's dead. I think he's definitely leaving.
3: It's so uh, far gone.
2: But, but I I think one of the best things he could do is say, "I'm gonna put over Carmelo Hayes in a I'm great way, way before I go," because he he is uh, Carmelo Hayes. I I feel like they they're like oh. Uh, like for some reason, Vince thinks Von Wagner is a future main rifle WrestleMania main eventer. Like that's what he thinks. That's what he wants. He wants that guy. Um, I honestly think that, that, that Carmelo Hayes is like a multi, multi pay-per-view main eventer type guy in the future. If they don't screw him up, uh, that's a big if, but I think he's got everything you would want. Um, uh, I don't know if he's going to main event WrestleMania because only only two two maybe three four people do that every year. So you know maybe not, but uh, maybe eight depending on if they want to do two two 15, nights 16, two nights yeah. two fatal four ways. defending uh, depending. Um, but no, I I I I think he's I think he's great, and I think that it would it would go a long way for for Johnny to say no this guy I'm putting over this guy. I think that would be big.
3: I. Tweeted this and I'm actually curious as to your thoughts, which involves the greater wrestling landscape. Um, <clears throat> like, not everyone can go to AEW, right? So, well, or will they? Like, I tweeted one of three things is gonna happen. The indies are gonna be lit. ROH, like Sinclair broadcasting, is gonna be like, hey. Everybody that came up through our system is on television. Maybe we should put our own product that we own on television. I'm, I'm or... telling you right
2: now, that's the least, that's the least likely. That's that's right not things. happening. That's the least likely thing.
3: And the other thing is, is Tony Khan going to create 17 different shows with all this talent? Like, I don't know, because not everyone can go there. But like, no. what, Gargano's not going to get signed there?
2: Well, no, Gargano's getting signed there. But as we saw, uh, one of the best wrestlers in the world, Buddy Matthews, is not getting signed there.
3: Yeah, he's,
2: he's gonna go to New Japan. Like, here's the thing about but Buddy Matthews, uh, or Bud Matt, as Joe Holbert and I like to call it, refer to him. Um, he's from Australia, so he gets to live in Australia and yeah. then just jet up to New Japan to Japan whenever they're gonna do stuff, and he gets to live at home. Like that's yeah. a big deal for him, who's been been over in the States for forever. Like that's a big deal for him. I, I see why you would make that that choice. No, not the, 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 the former iconics. Now the I I inspiration are, are, are going to be in, in impact for a while, at least for a while. We'll see, you know? So like there's, and also there is the forbidden door. I would love the idea if that you could move people back and forth from the, from all these things. ROH needs to get off their ass and join that shit. Like, I don't think. They're they're ever going to be like, hey, Sinclair Broadcasting has not been known for like throwing throwing money at things. Like that's not usually yeah. what they do. So they'd be like, oh, can can we'll, we'll just will allow our people to go over there if that's all right? Maybe we'll get some more eyes on our thing that we were, that we show on our own website because nobody can find us on TV.
3: Because that's got to be the because like don't you want to see a Bud Matthews? I mean, I want to see Bud Matthews all the time, everywhere. But like, he has to reconnect with Malachi Black at some point, right? Mm. Like we've gotta take no, they, advantage. They've of
2: this. they've they're doing like a, an indie match in like December or something. Like it's already what? been scheduled. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, they're doing they're, they've decided we're we're doing this thing in front of nobody. It's like this small I don't I don't I, I don't know where. I know oh I saw God. it online, but they're planning on having the match. So
3: I'm so happy. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's the yeah. best news of the night. Now would I want that to be to on
2: national that. television in front of, like, you know, a, a million people watching at home and the thousands of people in the arena? Yes. But if I get to watch it on YouTube, I'm happy.
3: Independent wrestling is so great right now. <laughs> you can pay $20 and go see everybody that's been on television right now. Yeah. It's bananas. <laughs> Somebody in the chat said, but Matthews.
2: Ah, let's do uh, there, Yeah. Um, uh, oh, so Valab uh, says that uh, in Kfabe. Indeed, did grow up in Cleveland, but she gained the accent by watching episodes of Bluey. Oh, uh,
3: that makes sense. Are
2: you? Are you, makes... are you? Do you? Do you know Bluey? Or is this one of those things where you pretended you No, knew like I the do Simpsons? know Bluey.
3: Look, I made a Simpsons reference online today to try to <laughs> oh, and good and for my...
2: you. Good I... for you.
3: Everything I know about the Simpsons, I learned through South Park. That's the only problem. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, Simpsons uh, no. did it. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I, that is a that is a that is a that is a funny joke. Um, uh, so um, we get a, um, a a Malcolm Bivens walking promo uh... that was just so great. I, I hear here, 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 here's here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm doing. He says, I was doing what I'm what i what I'm best at, minding my own business and not getting my ass jumped in the parking lot, which is just great.
3: Can we dissect this line by line? Because <laughs> it, it was so perfection. Good.
2: It was so good.
3: Over the pandemic, the NXT parking lot and the AEW parking lots were the most dangerous places on earth. Felonies just constantly committed there. And I thought that was pandemic specific until there was a kidnapping last week. So good for Malcolm Bivens for being like, I'm going to keep eyes out. I'm going to walk out with security and I'm not going to get my ass kicked in the NXT parking lot. He's a smart man. Yep. And also, yes, this did feel like uh, a West Wing walk and talk promo <laughs> very much to me. I,
2: I, I also loved that. I mean, you could tell like the way that, um that, that, uh, Roddy is kind of like keyed up at all times. Like he's 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 he always just took like fourteen shots of like pre workout. Like he's always just like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And and you can tell that the two lumbering sacks of flour were not used to walking that slow. Like they walked slow, but not that slow. So they were like I'm walking slowly. But if you go back and watch that promo,
1: um,
2: Ivy Nile. Is floating toward the camera. You cannot note her body doesn't go up and down as she takes steps. She is just floating, staring straight ahead. Everyone else's eyes are kind of like, I'm not really sure what this promo is. As Malcolm Bivens looks right at the camera, and she's just like, "Mm, She's probably
3: trying to make sure she's still in the frame because she's so much shorter than everyone else. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, uh, (laughs) so then. So, they, yeah, so, hey, um, my, my boys, the, the Creed brothers, all they do is win, um, but they can't get a title shot. So I guess we're just going to have to do what everybody else does. Just, just take it. And as you no, tweeted, come. it was a fantastic way. Of like, listen, um, we're trying to play by the rules, but I like we're just gonna play by your own dumb rules because we're gonna win all of her matches, and we're also gonna do this stupid thing that, that is the only way to get title ty- ty- title matches right here. Do
1: you know
3: how good at this you have so to good. be to point out the fact that winning is supposed to matter and mm. that it doesn't matter, and not be burying the company that's making yeah. you act this way in a promo? Holy crap. Well played, Malcolm Pivens. I thought this was fantastic, and it was quick. And it it was just like, we win. I guess Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. All of our frustrations at home are acknowledged. But fine. You know what? I'm just going to take what's ours anyway. Beautiful. Just the most beautiful, perfect, simple, quick, in-and-out promo. He's so damn good at this, Alex. He's so good at this.
2: Yeah, he's 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 great. And then so they have their, they have a match versus uh, Imperium, which is the first. And 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 uh, Wade Barrett has a great line says they've been beating meat puppets, which I think is a really meat. great way of, to call. the. I, I refer to them as the, t- the jobbiest jobbers that ever job the job. Right. But he's much more efficient. Just calls them meat puppets. That
3: feels more British,
2: um, yeah. It does, it does, it does. Yeah. but night no. Night. If, if it was me, if it was British, I'm like you, Muppets, they always call them Muppets. I don't know why. <laughs> I watch a lot of Guy Ritchie old movie, Guy Ritchie movies. You, Muppet. I don't know, like, yes, Kermit the Frog is one of my favorites. I'm not sure, is that supposed to be an insult? I love the Muppets. I know, Gonzo, the Muppets are know. Uh, have you seen the Haunted Mansion one yet? It's really fun. Um, I, <laughs> what I'm doing, I, I, I. I they have a good match with Imperium, um, and, and it, it's it's very funny because they always say, and honestly, I don't know, like has he even appeared on NXT UK since he lost, but they keep talking about how Walter is is closely watching this Imperium match. Walter has got his eyes on this, and and I always just. I need them to, like, I want to, like, just, like, cut to a darkened room with just Walters hunched over in a small (laughs) chair watching a tiny little, like, 1982 black and white Austrian television.
3: Don't you know anything? Can we even coexist if you're going to say that? If you're watching TV during wrestling, you have to watch it sideways.
2: That's only if you're watching it in the same arena. He's watch he's watching it like in his childhood home in Austria. You know, he's just watching it like I do not like these Creed brothers. The only Creed I ever fought was Apollo Creed and I almost killed him. I let my brother Drago kill him instead. But still, I do not like these Creed brothers. What are you doing, Marcel? Fabian, kill them. And then eventually they did, which was which was good only only because of a distraction which I thought was was not necessary. Um, the, the... Is it
3: Simon Miller who keeps track of how many times a roll-up wins matches? He
2: probably really gave that. up. He
3: probably doesn't have enough time in a day to count how many matches win off of a roll-up. But it's like the most dangerous move in wrestling. Here's what bugged me. It's actually a great match, I thought, for the most part. Yeah. And because they're younger, I can almost forgive a distraction because they should be more dumb than a lot of people we see get distracted. Mm -hmm. They are newer, but there was a distraction earlier in the match that he was too smart to let beat him. And I was like, ha wrestlers are smart. See? And then, (laughs) and then he got distracted and lost on a roll up anyway. Right. So that's like, A little bit more acceptable in a way because i feel like if someone is going to lose on distraction it should be the greener teams that are younger and and not used to this yet um but also like well you just proved you were smart enough to not get distracted and lose earlier in the match and now you're doing that here so
2: the new guru says simon miller has a uh uh, counter ropes last year and now has two running counters for distractions and eqs He's over uh 200 on both. And Bazorkin says Simon has a distraction finish and a surprise roll-up counter. The most devastating move in all of sports entertainment.
1: <sighs>
2: it must be because you can't kick out of it. Um yeah, it's 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 rough. It's 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 rough. Um yeah, but they they lose uh because um Ikmanjiro and in Kushida come out. And I was like, when 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 we when this match started, Creed Brothers versus Imperium, I was like, this is kind of cool. Like we we thought uh, Imperium's definitely getting the title shot. Maybe if the Creed Brothers beat Imperium, it'll be Creed Brothers versus MSK. It but was I was like,
3: kind of cool, gabagool is what you meant to say.
2: It is what I meant to say. <laughs> thank you, thank you for being there for me That's and, what I'm and here catching for. me, catching me when I make a mistake. It's good. Thank you for your. <laughs> I don't know why you
3: end up in the trunk. I gotta catch
2: your mistake. <laughs> That's true. Um, so so I thought they might do that. And then also I thought at the time, aren't the Creed Brothers like involved in a feud with somebody? Oh, never mind. It must not be important if I can't remember it. <laughs> and then Ikmanjiro and Kushida run out and 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 they um and they attack, and the Creed Brothers lose. And uh, Kushida and Ikmanjiro are are happy. Uh, (laughs) Later in the night, a scene inexplicably takes place inside a public bathroom. (laughs) There's no reason for the scene to have taken place inside a public bathroom. None. Ikmanjiro sneaks in as Kushida is peeing into a urinal and and surprises him, and Kushida turns around, and if his penis had been out, would would have been able to see it. It's a very odd thing for like for them to have done it this way. He could have surprised him literally anywhere, but said we this must be done in a public bathroom, and and say I can't wait to team with my hero Kushida, and Kushida says yes, we will team together against the Creed brothers, but I need some of your strong style, your style strong, whatever. Uh, and, and and Ikujo's like, what are you talking about? You have your own strong style. Takes Kushida's luggage, dumps it all out onto the floor of the public bathroom right underneath the row of urinals, picks up a jacket that was just laying, I'm sure, in a puddle of urine, and puts it on Kushida for him then picks up the pair of glasses and puts it on that's a great way to get eye hepatitis let's not do that people why does this have to take place in a public bathroom let's not do any of that all right that's all i'm saying
3: so my notes for this i just checked i was like was it here that i said this just said Tell me Vince is producing the show without telling me Vince is producing the show. (laughs) This took place in a bathroom. Does this not feel like the most Attitude Era-looking bullshit that you've ever seen?
2: Yeah. If, If this
3: was 20 years ago, that would be Stone Cold in the same position. And- know if somebody interrupted me in a bathroom not that I'm at a urinal but hypothetically I could imagine the situation I would not be like yes I've got a tag team with that guy who just interrupted me while I was trying to pee and called me his hero I would be like you're a weird stalker and I hope you get abducted in the NXT parking lot weirdos We so weird but we did call it that they are going to be a tag team because they are the same race.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it's, it's really weird. Like um, Kushida again, like if, if you are of the opinion that Kushida is the best technical wrestler alive, I couldn't argue with you. Sure. You know what I mean? If you were of the opinion, he's the best technical wrestler ever. I'd be like, Well, I can see your point. Let's figure out, contrast, and compare who might be along the same line. There'd
3: be a discussion there. There would be a discussion.
2: Nobody would laugh you out of the building. But according to how he's being presented here, like, like, this is what I like. This is like, if you see, like, who, for example, Akira Tozawa was before he came to. To, w- to wwe like he was he was a little sawed off murder machine and he was so amazing and now he's just a comedy ethnic stereotype now i don't think that ikman jiro is a comedy ethnic stereotype but he's definitely a comedy ethnic like there's no way they right. would have a white guy have those jackets and like dance around like it it's a weird thing the way that they do that like that might be his his shtick it's fine but he's being presented as only that with no other depth around him. And of course, we can't raise him to the level of Kushida, who's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. We have yeah. to we have to drop Kushida down, down. to yeah. that level because because that's funny to Vince, you know, having the two Japanese guys um, <clears throat> like 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 smile into each other's faces under blue light in a bathroom by the way, I hope that camera didn't pan around to see what else is highlighted in the black light in a public bathroom because it's crawling all over your face. Just think about whatever that is. It's crawling on your face right now. It's gross. Gross. It's
3: It's just like even more rude to do that during the G1 tournament. (laughs) Like They're probably like, all my friends are doing all this cool stuff. (laughs) <laughs> That's incredible promotion have my Go A shirt on Um, yeah no I I don't I don't think it's like this just is like a good microcosm of what the whole brand is now like what they're doing uh, on the main roster with Ali like that whole storyline would have been so cool to do here I think like something with that relationship in this context would have been cool or I don't know right like a young boy situation, like an actual, like, Sure. I, I, there's just so many like, other I, things you could do. Really that would be really cool
2: happened. if, like, Kushida, like, took Igmajiro under his wing and be like, and and after several months, like, all of a sudden he starts wrestling, do it awesome, like, float over arm bars and stuff because Kushida's been teaching him how to be a great technical wrestler. Wouldn't that, no, that wouldn't be funny enough no. to Vince and Bruce. Um, and it would
3: actually be, get this, mm-hmm. developmental. You could actually develop him through that storyline Develop
2: him, yeah <sighs> Stardom Wrestling Fanatic R26 Says Emmy Sakura and Lulu Pencil on Twitter Are more entertaining than 95% Of everything with a WWE logo on it Can't say I disagree with that
3: Lulu Pencil Asking Eddie Kingston for advice And Eddie Kingston just responding Punch everyone in the face Not me, <laughs> but punch everyone in the face Was just like the
2: most Perfect,
3: so amazing it's thing So
2: good um, Kazorkin <clears throat> asks, what's the over-under on Zaya avoiding the comedy ethnic label on the main <laughs> roster? <laughs> well, I will say she will, for a while, avoid the comedy part of that. But she's definitely going to be the ethnic label because she's going to be, oh, look, Kung Fu woman who only screams in Chinese, in in you know, like Cantonese or whatever, like, you know, like it's Mandarin, whatever, whatever. Whatever it is, like it's like that's what it's that's that's the thing. She's gonna come out, she's gonna have the hat. You know what hat I'm talking about when Vince is gonna like, yeah, get, know like costume you know what hat I'm talking. Like Vince is like, give her the hat, and then it's yeah. gonna be the hat. She's gonna come out and she's gonna walk like this, taking very small steps, and she's gonna kick people in the face, and that's gonna be her entire character. So I don't
3: know if and it's by really the way, funny. that's everyone. I don't know if you guys know this. Seamus is Irish,
1: yeah. yeah.
3: Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Turns out he's Scottish, Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston, mm-hmm. not Jamaican.
2: <laughs> well, he was, but not anymore. Um, <laughs> so, um so, so, uh Berserkin also had a, had a, a, a chat while that uh, Ivy Nile I was going David Lopan, which I I don't know the reference. Nor do uh, I. When she was floating, I think it. I think it's a. It's like a. It's a. It's a style of cinematography in kung fu movies if i'm not i'm just trying to put together a little context clues um uh and then was a couple other ones about here um two questions uh well first one um sean blanford says the caucasians of pain aka white aop should be winning the tag titles at halloween havoc not losing to distraction roll-ups just saying um, also, didn't MSK come out here and try and, bl- and beat up Imperium at the end of hold this whole thing? Is that is that what oh, happened? Oh yeah. And then like was
3: that at this point in the show? I like, guess it would have had to have been, yeah.
2: Right, yeah, because they did the thing, uh, and then the 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 as they're as they're readying for what is one of the most spectacular looking but inefficient moves in the history of wrestling, where um where Carter would Nash does does a, a standing moonsault. Yes. Two feet away from the guy. And while he's doing the moonsault, uh, Wesley just pushes him so that he <laughs> goes two feet over. Like, just do the moonsault onto somebody. While they're doing that move, setting up for it, the crowd is is going into a chant of, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. You suck! They hate MSK. Why? And
3: I don't know. I don't get it at all.
2: They hate MSK. Um, I saw somebody that I follow on Twitter saying it's because they disrespected Izzy months ago. And I was like, I, is that what happened? I missed it if it did. That can't be That can't be why they hate them, is it? Izzy works for a different promotion now. Izzy's been corrupted I can't by see- other people now.
3: Oh God. We'll be here a lot longer than three hours if we go <laughs> down that route. I can't imagine MSK disrespecting a child. But if somebody in the chat knows what that's about, you can fill us in. Um, I I don't get the MSK hate. I think they're great. I don't like.
2: Like booing them, sure. But there was a vociferous you suck chant.
3: And they don't in in (laughs) any aspect (laughs) of this. They don't.
2: None of them. None of them is sucking. so weird. I don't get it. Oh, right. Yes. That's from Big Trouble in Little China was that was um, was the the. David Lopin, which I have not watched in far too long. It's been that's my problem. I'm in my early 40s now. I probably haven't seen this since my early 20s. I need to watch Big Trouble in Little China again. I did not recognize the 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 the, the name David Lopin. That's very true. Um, yeah. Uh so um <laughs> then there was a a a question, two questions from Shotkid29. First, what is this crowd's problem with MSK? We've covered that. I don't know. No Anybody idea. wants to tell me? if, For example, I don't think any people who actually go to NXT shows watch our show, but if there's somebody magically in the chat who's there and maybe found out through a little sleuthing, what the heck's your problem with MSK? They're not my favorite tag team, but they definitely don't suck. Um. And then, second, and more importantly, what does Tony D'Angelo think of haunted houses? Listen... There was this house on my block, right? There was this dude who lived there, and I swear to God, everybody said that he murdered like five people. Now, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not. It happened before I was born, you understand? But I, me, and a few of my buddies, um, uh, Lou, and uh, and Pauly. We went over. We decided that we were going to go in there and see if you could find anything, maybe some paraphernalia or whatever. That place had cobwebs all over the place. I swear I heard a ghost. There was chain rattling in the attic. Long story. So Lou went down to the basement. We never saw him again. R.I.P. Lou. But anyway, yeah, I don't like haunted houses. I don't like haunted houses. R.I.P. Lou. (laughs) Gobble Uh, uh, And also to you. Yeah, it's also to me. Um, (coughs) and also Gabagool, and also with you. (laughs) Um, so 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 yeah. Um, um. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Um. Kyle O'Reilly and and Von Wagner are best friends. They are best friends now. And I don't, I, I, I I'm, 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 I just don't, I'm not seeing it, Kate. So we start this vignette with, with Kyle O'Reilly sitting in full mountain biking gear. Like he's got all the, all the, all the little doodads and whatnots. He's got the like, the Lycra, like, shirt thing and the and the helmet and the shades and a backpack and he's sitting there waiting at some place i guess we're supposed to meet with with with, with von wagner and von wagner shows up in a truck and and kyle says where's your bike and kyle and von wagner's like what do you mean bike well we're going you won't need a bike and I'm wondering where did the wires get crossed because Kyle obviously thought like did, did like hey let's meet up in this place and we'll go mountain biking together, says Kyle, texting to Vaughn. And Vaughn's like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll see you there. And and I guess Vaughn's like, "I no, I don't have a mountain bike. Can you imagine how weird that would be for Kyle? That I know we were supposed to go mountain biking together to, like, bond and stuff. But you showed up in your truck without a mountain bike and said, we're not going to need a bike. Leave that here. Let's go run into the forest and I'll pick up a dead tree and we'll run with it on our shoulders. I'll run for for a while with my shoulder, and then I'll give it to you, and you can run for it for a while on your shoulder. And then let's let's chop it with an axe. And then we'll do some pull, pull ups on a branch. And and then we're gonna take the same axe we chopped up the, the dead log thing we were carrying. We're gonna hit a tree with it and just leave the axe in the tree to sh- to show the tree who's boss. You understand? Yeah. Well- ne- next time, next time, tree, we're gonna cut you down. So Can't you better not mess with us. They're going to oh, bring Dexter Vaughn, Loomis. Vaughn. <laughs> and and um, and then like, okay, like they, they're sitting around a campfire and Vaughn says to Kyle, you got one, one more one more training exercise before you're done. And Kyle's like, oh man, I'm so tired. And he says, and he pulls out out of a cooler a couple of a couple of tall boys, or whatever. He says he says, uh, "Hey, is a, a couple. You got to do some twelve ounce curls." And Kyle says, "And I quote, man, you are out there, but that's okay because I'm out there too." And then they're like, "I think we could, if we can learn how to like, if we can get on the same page, people better watch out." And now they're best friends, I guess. And I don't know what any of this is. I don't know what any of this is, Kate. I don't know what, like, this is a rib on Kyle. This is a rib on Kyle. The whole thing has to be a rib on Kyle.
3: Like, was the axe supposed to be like an axe to grind? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had more answers for you. This feels not at all like anything Kyle O'Reilly would be interested in even remotely, and quite frankly, I do nothing about Von Wagner. So they had a blank slate and Kyle O'Reilly, and they were like, this is what we're gonna do. And they were like, you know what? If, if my heart was broken by the breakup of the Undisputed Era, the next person I trusted was gonna be this guy. What?
2: Are- what? It, it it is is the end game like future tag champs like i don't i don't understand what this like what are we doing with this like Kyle O'Reilly challenged for the big title a bunch of times earlier earlier this year and now he's dropped so far down the card the only person that will hang hang out with him is
3: Vaughn Wagner you know what it is it is they seem very different, right? And can such different people coexist? Ding, ding, well, ding, ding,
2: ding. Bow, I mean, they—they—they
3: they,
2: they, they, listen. They—they they went out into the woods with an axe. If they couldn't coexist, I don't think well, both of them would have made it back. You know, um, they're
3: going to be a stable with the Brooks and Dunn tag team, and they're just going to drink beer and go fishing all the time. You're so mad at me for thinking of that.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying that, 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 that it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I still, I still don't understand why we're, why we're calling him Von Wagner. I don't understand why his name is Von Wagner. Like of all the names you could have come up with. Dude, like Von, they've got the Von rocket trip to Bron
1: Breaker.
3: But like,
2: no, Bron Breaker, like is a stupid, stupid name, but like Von Wagner doesn't make like for the, for the character you've created for Bron Breaker. It makes sense. He's just he's just a dude in a singlet who suplexes people.
3: But he's a but Steiner. Trying... <laughs> he
2: he's a, he's a Steiner. His father was a Steiner and his father's father was his Steiner. His father
3: was a Steiner. Yeah. His father's um... father was a Steiner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All of my brothers are Steiners. My uncle Steiner. was a Steiner. <laughs> All of them. Uh, I'm an
3: expert witness
2: i'm an expert I'm, a, I'm an expert witness for the defense your honor um <laughs> are you sure <laughs> i'm positive um <laughs> oh sorry. man sorry everybody we went i'm not off of tangent. i'm not
3: sorry at all not even fun a little
2: like like why isn't his name rick or Dave. I don't understand why his name is Why Vaughn. is he like, like vaguely
3: German or something? Like, yeah, yeah I, I don't
2: know. Va- like his name should be Count Von Wagner. Like, I don't understand why it's like what is what is Vaughn? Is Vaughn his first name? Is it short for Voncent? I don't know what what is what is Vaughn short for? donavon Donovan? I don't know what his name is. Vonathan. <laughs> his name is Vonathan Wagner. It was it. It was supposed to be Jonathan, but his mom had really bad handwriting, and somehow the J looked like Bonnet. a V. And that's what it is. It's on my birth certificate. She just now gave I'm birth Vaughn. to him. Got
3: yeah. cut her some slack. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know why that bothers me the most out of all this. and it doesn't. It's all of it. All of it bothers me. Kyle O'Reilly, like, I, I don't, like, jump ship, dude. Just, I think just he's gonna, get out of there. Right? No, 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 but like now, don't wait until your contact is up. Just leave. <laughs> I leave, think him sir. and
3: Johnny Gargano are gonna hug each other and hold hands on the way out like, of there. If, I swear. If
2: like it'd be a really cool thing for like Kyle and Johnny, two guys who got left behind. Like they're actually doing a whole series, like thing with like Johnny, who's like his wife is home pregnant. His son left for Raw. His daughter's off doing her own thing. He's got nothing, and Kyle's got nobody. Imagine if you—the whole story was Kyle and Johnny joining forces. Let's see what happens. Like, like that would be really cool. And then they could eventually put over who you want to put over when both their contracts are up, and they go their separate ways. Like, there's something really cool there. I don't know. Like, like maybe it's because I think that, um, that of all the people, the major players in the new NXT, that Von Wagner has the lowest ceiling. Like I just don't get what what he what he is. Like I don't understand. He's he's not. He has zero charisma. Like zero. And 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 he's and he's tall, and he's kind of big.
3: He's the builder wrestler. You nailed it when you said that. Like in the video game, he's the builder wrestler. But I also don't know if he has any charisma because this is what we've seen with him. No, out no, of no. The like game. you,
2: you, you could you could make this this scenelet, this thing that they filmed he could have shown some charisma with
3: okay him.
2: but they did they, like... they, they none like they didn't like not like like he had a chance he was sitting there it's like hey hey kyle we have just one more training exercise before you're finished you gotta do some 12 ounce <laughs> curls like that was that was that was his big moment like he he could have shown any charisma there he could have been like all right i know you're tired we got just one more training exercise, buddy. Oh man. So it's true. But don't worry. It's an easy one. You gotta do some 12 ounce girls, bro. Like that could have been fun. You could have done anything with him, but
3: man. It's not great. No. I don't, <laughs> I, don't I I I don't get any of it. This is remember the the weird face stroke thing that happened last week? This was that in an entire segment, meaning, like, I have no idea what that is or what that was supposed to be and how, like, and I can't even, like, adequately criticize it or praise it because I just don't. What What is it?
1: <laughs>
3: Here's a fun little Halloween thing. When you were a kid, did they ever do the, like, reach in the box and feel what's there? And sure. they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like ground meat, but they'd be like, it's brains. Like, oh, you got,
2: you, got, you got ground meat for brains? We got spaghetti.
3: Spaghetti, jello sometimes. Like, you had to reach in the box and identify what it was.
2: And then, this and is then like one of them was going to the... be like a hand that would grab your ah, hand. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. This segment was that. Like, I reached <laughs> in the box.
2: I don't know. <laughs> what the hell you, was? you you reached into the box and you were like, "Well, I don't, what is this? This is some kind of fabric. It's it's, it's wet." Oh no, it's Kushida's pee soaked jacket. Oh, ew, oh Why am I touching that? Ew. Um the Nerguru asks uh, us to imagine how much better the story would be if this was Bivens and Roddy trying to recruit Kyle into the diamond mine. <sighs> Who am I kidding? TK, please save Kyle. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 the Nacho Man, Normie Summers, comes up with a very good idea of what Vaughn is short for. Vontavious.
3: Oh, okay. Montel
2: Vontavious Porter. Perfect. There it is. Yeah, no. I, I somehow I doubt that the whitest man in the history of of of, of being white is named Vontavius, but it's possible. It's possible. It's better than Vaughn. Um uh, okay, before I get into the thing that I that I that I, that I, I hate. <laughs> um we'll we'll do some more super chats about people. Send super chats and we'll read them. Uh, uh, um, so, Charlie Davis says that the, they played party games with friends tonight, so I missed NXT, but I'm here for hashtag Team Kalex, as always. Thank you so much, Charlie Davis. The Nacho Man Normie Summers says, uh, Nacho Man, here to guest ref. Thank you. We always need a guest referee. Um, and, uh, JK He's going to call it
3: right down the middle. I right, know Right it. down
2: the middle. You, you
3: Like all guest you, referees you, do. You
2: call them like you see them. Um, uh, JK Schwal says uh, Kate if dad Jericho passes out drunk on the cruise can you paint the pain maker look on his face please
3: yeah yeah I will
2: yeah Um, uh, (laughs) fear and loathing in NYC says this super chat is to make up for the dude who cancelled his Fightful subscription because of Kate (laughs)
3: guys (laughs) not that any of you wonderful humans would but there are some of you people canceled their fightful subscriptions and there's like a you can say why and somebody just put my name in which i thought was hilarious and i think it's hilarious because here's the best part i don't contribute to fightful select in literally any way shape or form so you can't that'd be like if you went and canceled netflix and we're like ah that kate hensler
2: it's true. You How do, great you is do, that? you do contribute to both Fightful Select and Netflix in equal measure. It's true. I do.
3: Yeah. No, that's one hundred percent accurate. and yeah. Hulu. Mm-hmm. Throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barkbox, whatever subscription service you want to cancel that I'm not a part of, I'll be your, I'll be your scapegoat.
2: <laughs> Barkbox, spoken <laughs> like a true pet owner slash podcast listener. Barkbox.
1: <laughs> Truly,
3: um, <laughs> Ooh, my of focus. There we go.
2: Ryan Sullivan uh says, Alex is a Muppets man. Truly, you are the best. Uh, I was raised on the Muppet Show and all the old original Muppet Alex. movies. Um, and the one of honestly, like, I will say, one of the saddest days of my young life was finding out Jim Henson died. Like, it was like. I was I was destroyed. It was like the first celebrity celebrity that like oh. killed that that really killed me because I was like I wanted to I wanted to grow up and like work for the Muppets. Like I wanted to be I wanted to do like because I was like I even at, even at a very young age I was doing all the all the voices and stuff and trying to like do Kermit the Frog. I was doing all the stuff from the very beginning that was my my whole stick and i wanted to be an, i wanted to do the muppets i wanted to put my hand up Fozzie bear's ass and be do the thing but i wanted to do all that stuff and 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 then i was like well well now that now that he's gone uh, give give, give
3: So the real reason that Ryan super chatted that which he's not plugging himself which i appreciate but he has created a whole wrestling federation Based around
2: the Muppets. That's good. That's good. I, I want to be great. Of this. I want
1: yeah.
2: to Um. The the Nacho Man Normie Summers member super chat for the Fightful main roster says if Jericho is passed out on the cruise, he's probably already in the paymaker make, uh, makeup. Probably. He's, there's 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 levels of drunkenness that that Jericho goes through, and before passed out is <laughs> where's my makeup kit. I'm going to draw a line down my eye and then across. And this- then I'm going to do lipstick, but then I'm going to do like out over here. And I'm the pain
3: maker. And then he goes and he makes pain. Like you guys, that's not that far off because I think they did like his kiss tribute brand band of quarantine with a K is playing. So he might be there in like kiss makeup, which is halfway to Painmaker makeup. Yeah. It's like true. this isn't that unreasonable? I might get this picture.
2: you might, you might very very well possibly. Um, uh, so, kind of um, uh, <laughs> combining both things of the um, um, uh, Jerry Cruz and Muppets, uh, a jukebox recommendation from uh, from Sean Blanford is Tony D'Angelo listening to Fozzie's Judas for the first time. <laughs> combining Jericho and, and the Muppets perfectly. Um, all right. Uh, uh, reacting to listening to it. All right. Uh, okay. Beautiful on the inside. I, I, I don't, I can't relate. I'm, I'm beautiful on the outside myself. Hey uh, where's the uh, Judas, 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 Judas in your mind. Why won't you? Why? Why is your only your mind, Judas? I understand. Listen, personally, personally, I'm a Jesus guy. I don't know about anybody out there, but this whole Judas thing was—I was raised Catholic. I know all about this whole Judas thing, and I—I I, I into it. All right. So you, Mister Mister Jericho, whatever your name is, you keep it. I'm—I'm I'm gonna stay here like a good Catholic boy. That's me, Tony D'Angelo, Gabagol. Um. <laughs> oh my god. I've opened myself up to too many too many things. Um uh <clears throat> So um next we got the Joe Gacy segment this week. Oh, and great. and and I will say it wasn't in the ring. It wasn't it wasn't a long ass promo him sitting on a chair in the middle of the ring. They did something different and they are progressing this weird-ass storyline between him and Harland, and he didn't do as many of the terrible buzzwords as he has in the past, like, I'm not saying this is ever gonna be good, guys. Correct. And next week, it could be an all-time worst thing. Mm -hmm. But this was the best thing they've done with Joe Gacy so far. Him, like... Obviously, at in a prison setting, talking to Harland, who's gone to prison since he tried to choke out Joe Gacy last week. And now they're actually doing something with this relationship. I don't think it's great by any means. I don't even think it's good. But it's progression of a storyline. And I can't fault them for that, can I?
3: I mean, you could always fault someone for the progression of something that sucks, I think, but... I mean, I don't,
2: I mean, like, this is the thing is, like, we, we obviously, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a meme now, but let it play out is all we can do. When we have no idea where they're going with this thing, it makes no sense at all. It's so out of left field and off the beaten path that, honestly, I don't know what to expect from it. It's uh, probably only going to end horribly, but in the meantime... I guess I, all I can do is wait and see, and
1: I... I, uh. I
3: mean, one thing that they won't do that could save this would be to reclaim the idea... Like, have a a face come in and and say what we're all saying, and then this is, like, a weird... This... So, the, the segment itself felt like it was a, a, on the footage, like, on the the cutting room floor of get out to me or something like it was creepy and well done. And it seems like he's trying to form a cult around this of some sort, which we will see. But the only way to like actually save the angle itself would be to have someone, I think, come in and say like, hey, uh, you are taking this way out of context and misinterpreting it and using it for all the wrong reasons. Uh, inclusivity is actually a really good thing and blah, blah, blah. They're not going to do that. But that's the only way I could see this actually getting saved. This segment is fine. Gacy is doing the best he can with it. He's a great in-ring performer. I just, you know, we've said it here. Sean says it all the time. You get to create any show that you want every week. <laughs> this is what they choose. Um, but yeah, in a vacuum, this segment was fine. I thought the production on it was like kind of cool. But I also want to know, like, I want to know how he ended up in jail. Like, I know he choked him out, but like, it didn't even happen in the NXT parking lot and people get kidnapped and don't go to jail. And we, we know that they're at the show and well, they he must've committed a crime
2: outside of the campus of the performance center because Where law laws does, exist. Laws okay. do not exist within the campus, of the performance center. Maybe, maybe he was like in, in, in a nearby County or something like we, like he ran away really fast last week. So I don't know how far he got before, um, before, before he, you know, he got caught. Um, I don't know what he, what he did. Uh, who knows? Um, uh, but like, I mean,
1: they weren't calling
3: like, the like, wrestling like, ring a safe space, so I'll. He, take he it. did
2: say like maybe, maybe the ring isn't the safest space as I thought. Yeah, it
3: that like. Well, that. that's
2: good. That's progress toward a good thing. That so is. is. Is that better? And I mean, uh, like, I honestly, I don't mind the idea of of basically um. You know, the, I guess the term for it, I although it, it may be problematic at this point, is Svengali. Like, this guy who, who, like, uses his powers of hypnotism or whatever to tame a wild beast or a big brute or whatever to do whatever he says. And, like, if that's what they're going to do with Gacy basically, like, sending his golem um, uh, to go out there and murder people on his behalf... Because he's able to 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 make sure that he can tamp down Harlan's baser impulses, and like this guy would just be out there murdering people and throwing his own feces at the wall, but but Joe Gacy has got him to like only do it when Joe Gacy says it's that's okay so. to do it. And if that's what you're doing, I'm okay with that in theory. I just don't trust anybody within WWE yeah. to tell that story
3: right. Nor that's the problem. They haven't yeah. given you a reason to. And once again, I vote he and Goldberg just try and kill each other. But I will say, Harlan seems like the right guy for that. Like he looks like that guy. And yeah, he, oh yeah. He, he plays that part super well. So him, Dexter Loomis, and Goldberg, and a triple threat for who's gonna kill who yeah. is definitely something I could get behind.
1: Yeah.
2: Sean Blanford sent super chat saying Joe Gacy is banana public Bray Wyatt, who watches way too much Fox news. Stay cool. Gobble Ghouls. Uh Yeah. I, I mean, he's, he's, I don't know what they're, what the end game is this, with this thing, like, what are they, what are they trying to, they have no end game. What am I saying?
3: I was just going to say, it's not that I don't know what the end game is. It's that they don't know what the end game is. Just like when they were like, we're going to name this guy Von Wagner and he's going to be an outdoorsman. Like they don't, this is what happens when you rewrite the show fifteen minutes before it's supposed to go yeah. on every week. Like it's just yeah. not good.
2: That's that is true. Um,
3: also, stay cool, Gabagool, to you as well. Yes. Uh, and also with you, and, and, also with, your with, you. Yes. <laughs> and with your spirit.
2: Yes, and with your spirit—that's a good one. Uh, yeah. Now I, yeah.
3: We made it though, and you didn't even injure yourself grasping at those straws. I'm That's, proud of you.
2: Yeah, it's good. I didn't need to this time. That was that we made it through, everybody. Um, so so now, hold on. Yeah, we got um,
3: Cora Jade.
2: Yeah, Harrison. yeah. They got on the fantastic. They did this whole thing of like, here's Cora Jade. Cora Jade up next, and they came back from the break, and we got the whole Joe Gacy and and Harlan thing. And then we got uh, uh, Legado de Fantasma come out and cut a promo. And then we finally got Cora Jade coming out. And I thought somebody had hit the wrong button before they went to commercial. <laughs> like, Cora Jade isn't in any of this stuff. I, I was expecting Cora. Is Cora Jade, like, halfway through the Joe Gacy and Harlan promo, I was like, is, 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 does Cora Jade work at the jail? What's happening? What is, what is going on? And so Santos, like, he's angry with, with Carmelo for taking his title. That he was supposed to have. Um, you're a lucky son of a bitch. Um, and and like me and Lady Luck will find will find you. Uh, Electra Lopez will set the record straight for Miguel to Fantasma, and she's gonna talk herself. But Cora Jade comes out, and she's got her tiny little skateboard. Um, it's so tiny, it's miniature. It's like Honey, I Shrunk the Skateboard. And it's like one of those um,
3: finger skateboards. <laughs>
2: look at me do a kickflip um so yeah
3: wait but guess what Alex guess what guess what Cora Jade has won two matches in a row Uh clean Uh are they are they building someone through wins and losses no like victories
2: no no, okay no 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 i i i can I can go ahead and say no, they're not okay. I, don't, I i i i mean cora if 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 Mandy wins the title next week, she's gonna need people to beat several times before she has a, a true challenger, and one of the people will be Cora Jade, okay, but she'll you'll never believe she has a chance of winning the match no, um uh, so that might be the ceiling for her, like Liv Morgan. Got a title match in NXT against Oscar. She lost it. She lasted thirty-two seconds. So, uh, she's she's improved since then. She lasted a minute longer versus Carmella in the Queen's Crown tournament. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, do, I, don't, I don't know. Jw Pringle says hi, Kate's mom and dad. Hope you're well. Um, <laughs> but but like Electra Lopez is really impressive. She's very strong. and throws everybody around the ring, and Cora Jade is small. And Cora, J- C- Cora Jade counters out of nowhere and rolls her up for the surprise win. And I don't know. There's a question somebody asked, like, um, did we have two kicks out before the three, but ref counts the pin finishes? I counted one. I, I think that they're mentioning they're, they're – they're saying it's the – the tag match between the White AOP and, and Imperium, but I, I that didn't look as screwy to me as this. This looked like the ref, like she didn't count out in time, ca- like she didn't count in time, or she kick out in time. It was a weird finish. Like Electra kicked out right after the three, but like right after the three, right after
3: the three, like yeah,
2: right after the three. Not like one, two, three kick out, but like one, two, three kick out. Yeah. Like it was like yeah. this, like. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that what That's supposed to is that gonna protect Electra Lopez because she almost kicked out of a roll up?
3: I don't, I don't know. In a normal world, this might set up a feud between the two, but we're not in a normal world. But, we're
2: the, but, but, but in she's so it? pissed about, um, about, <laughs> about losing. Via roll up, that later backstage, all of Legato del Fantasma is beating up her small wrestler boyfriend, Trey Baxter. We never even see his face, he's just getting the shit kicked out of him up against up against the garage door. Um, uh, uh your dad says, uh, that, that yes, <laughs> thanks, We are well. Um, my
3: sister's at my parents, so all three of them are watching because oh,
2: cute. fantastic. Hello, Hensler family. <laughs>
3: um so, uh, but
2: then like Electra just like gets up in Cora's face, says, What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about the fact that we're beating up your boyfriend? And it feels very much like an 80s movie, like an 80s high school movie, <laughs> like where, where like the jocks are beating up the nerd and the like the like head is like, What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna it's do
3: about it? It's the just- second time I've referenced South Park, but this is. What are we going to do to save the teen center episode completely? Um yeah, I don't know. I it I mean it, it seems like they're building to a feud with wins and losses, so I almost want to compliment it. It's not like good, but if every if everything was built to feuds with wins and losses, that would be neat, right? What a wonderful world that would well, be. It's
2: so funny that they're they're like it honestly feels like cuz cuz while they're beating up Trey Baxter, and, and Electra's saying, what are you going to do about it to Cora Jade, who just beat her in a wrestling match? Like, you throw a punch, Cora Jade. What, like, I don't understand. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, I'm not allowed to fight back. Like, that was a weird thing. But then uh, Brooks and Dunn show up, uh, the, the, bar, the bar fight boys, and they get in, because if they see people fighting, they have to join in. It's just, it's basically... They live in the movie Roadhouse. That's just like for their waking second. They just roll out of bed and they're in the movie Roadhouse. Um, but they fight. And I think they're, I think they're honestly building to A, because they 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 brought up a hit row and they brought Electra Lopez into the group so they could have a three dudes and one girl
3: counterbalance. A, a counterbalance. Yeah.
2: Counterbalance. So now I guess like the two the two big brawling Southern boys are going to teach Trey Baxter how to take a punch. uh, And then he, and then he, so he can stick up and prove to his girl that he's a real man. Uh, And then they're going to have the two of them, the Brooks and Dunn and Trey Baxter and Cora Jade versus Legado del Fantasma. And we're going to get that match four times in six weeks.
3: Okay. I'm going to actually explain why Brooks and Dunn are the smartest tag team in the world. You ready? Their backstory was that at one point they already couldn't coexist and now they can. So the question is answered. So they get to bypass that entire trope, which is like 70% of what creative is doing right now. So they might get released sooner rather than later. But um, yeah, that occurred to me. I was like, they've already answered the can they coexist question because they started out not being able to coexist and now they can.
2: Well you've, played. You, you, you've, you've solved it. I, I appreciate
3: have, it's it. It's like, I said the same thing about Carmella. I was like, the I don't care if I lose, I'm still hot gimmick works when wins and losses don't matter and all you do is lose. Like, it's actually kind of brilliant.
2: hmm It's true. Uh, Valab says, Tall Paul
3: Hensler. <laughs> I'm going to have to explain the legend of Tall Paul to my dad at some point.
2: <laughs> Tall Paul. Tall, Tall Paul. Paul.
3: <laughs> um. Paul White is taller than my dad. Just so you guys don't. My dad is tall. He's like in the 6'3 That's
2: height, tall. That's but
3: tall. he's not. not, not How tall, tall is, like 6'10", isn't he, Paul White?
2: Well, seven they build him as 7'2". 7'2", 500 pounds. Oh, the <laughs> world's largest athlete.
1: Well... Well, the big show. <sighs>
2: so, um, then we got a Champa and Braun Breaker interview.
3: Here's um, my angry segment of the night, but I'll let you please. start. No, no,
2: no, no. This is, uh, I'll, I'll 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 hand it over to you for a second. That the only reason Mackenzie Mitchell, the interviewer, is standing there saying you guys have a tag match tonight and next week you face each other for the NXT Championship, but tonight. Can you coexist? It's the it's like why are you even why are you if that's your question why are you even there? Like yes, we know all of these things. Is like so many things across all WWE programming. It feels like they are they are they are producing, writing, shooting, doing everything for a viewer who has just tuned into the product five seconds ago yeah. for the first time ever. Like allow your audience to be there and like have have consistently watched your program and know what the hell is going on before you start going. Every- everybody, there's a wrestling match next week for a championship. A championship is a thing where like you don't need to explain it all to us, okay? But please rant away.
3: Okay, so first of all, to your point. Also, if someone's tuning in the first time, maybe not underestimate the fact that they might just be able to catch up to speed about (laughs) how good your programming is. Like, they know that two guys are probably going to fight if they're tuning in to any wrestling. So you don't even need to pander that much to the new viewers. Uh, So they used the phrase coexist. And they used it in a graphic yesterday. And... This coexist thing is not language that they used before this week that I can remember. It's language that we've used at Fightful. It's language that other WrestleMania, other WrestleMania, other wrestling media (laughs) Mm -hmm. has, have been using and beating the drum of because it's tired. It's lazy. It's bad. It's poorly executed. Creative. Um, And so now they're using it because they think if they acknowledge it, it's funny and clever and okay. Here's what I did like about it. Braun Breaker had the intelligence to say, yeah, 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 Like, we get it. Like, can we coexist? And he's like, we are going to coexist. And Champa, the grizzled veteran that he is, was smart enough to say, yeah, just like you had my back last week. All right, pal, sure. I like what they did with that because it's stupid. But then I saw that WWE tweeted, can they coexist? And I was like, that is, that is insulting. That is insulting to anybody who's following you on social media, any of your fans. it's really, really, excuse my language, really fucking insulting to the performers that you're sending out there to do this crap. It's the same bullshit that they do with every baby face has to be built up through their bad booking, like their sincere bad booking. And it's, it's so insulting when you make a joke out of the fact that week after week, these people who put their, like, physical health and, let's be honest, mental health on the line, you send them out there to do this tired, lazy crap, and you try to have them get it over, and you are capable of better, and we've seen you be capable of better. We saw you be capable of better, I don't know, less than a month ago when you put down the, the SmackDown MSG show together. So the fact that you are now like mocking that is so insulting to viewers and like to the performers that you're sending out there to deliver this crap because you're acknowledging now blatantly acknowledging that you are running tired tropes and bad creative down the throats of people who are capable of so much more and Them being capable of so much more isn't something you'll even let them do. They don't get to go out there and deliver their own promos and live up to their potential because you've handcuffed them with crappy tropes and bad writing. And now you're celebrating that. And that is a load of shit that I just cannot stand because this is the same crap that CM Punk was talking about in the Pipe Bomb. And here we are again. It's just so bad. Like that you would be of disservice and call yourself creative. Let's let's start with having the nerve to call yourself creative when you are relying on the same crap. Week after week after week, you've you've shown you can do better, you actively choose not to, and now you're going out and you're putting those words in your performer's mouth. What a load of crap. I it's it made me so mad, like unreasonably mad. Like like disproportionately angry for someone who is not working there. But it's it's just so insulting. And all I could think about was like, that's Tommaso fucking Ciampa that you're doing that to. And then you're tweeting this like, LOL, we're so bad at our job. Ugh. Anyway, that's how I felt about that segment. No,
2: you, you have you absolutely within your rights to feel that way. I feel along with it. And guru asked us to read between the lines. Can they <laughs> coexist with a, a capital N, a capital X, and a capital T? Oh no! <laughs> um. Look, the only thing that I think is a saving grace here that could possibly be the truth. Who do you think runs the Twitter account? Like, like it's not An Vince. Like, An yeah. It's somebody who's probably like us who hates the fact that they're working for this. That is like, oh my God, I gotta tweet out the same crap all the time. But now it's the fun show, it's the rainbow show, it's the 2.0 show. Maybe I can get away with on Tuesday nights poking a little fun at what's going on. It's not like an edict from on high. Please mock ourselves in the tweets. If it's one person who got in trouble for this and has probably been fired by now for like actually calling attention to like this, this sucks. I know it sucks. I'm really sorry. Because they did it not once but twice. They did can they coexist with no punctuation, all lower caps. And then later they did all caps with a period after each word. But can they coexist? And that is a person who knows this sucks now if it's a person a one person who knows it sucks and says i'm here with you i hate it too i'm gonna get fired it's gonna be the best day of my life when i get fired like if that's (laughs) if that's it then cool but if it is an edict from on high or at least somebody running it through a few back channels to make sure it's okay and they're like yeah we think it's cool for us to make fun of ourselves." Like when you get the feedback from all of us about your coexist bullshit. When you had three coexist tag team matches for Big E and Drew on Raw in three weeks, two of them against the same tag team of Riggler and Zood. Like I'm like you don't need those matches, and you don't need them to be coexisting matches. You have Drew poking fun at it on on social media himself. You what you're doing is so bad that we are all calling attention to it. You don't get to, as a group, not one person, as a group, say.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it?
2: We're naughty. We did a coexist again. Haha. Ha. We're we're trolling you. Look at us. We're bad. Can they coexist? Ha 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 ha. Like like that? You don't get Like do
3: when the main event of Smackdown for 3 weeks in a row finishes with a DQ. Or I'm sorry, of Raw. Like that's that's where this started. I saw the end of of Charlotte and Bianca yesterday. And I was so disappointed because that match got more than 90 seconds. So maybe it was going to mean something. First of all, the booking was stupid. Bianca should have won. You ranted about that on the select sour grabs, but like, and I know people are tired of Charlotte and think she's overbooked. She gives a lot of women their best matches in this company. And she and Bianca had great, great chemistry and in ring work. And then it meant nothing. And like to... I know that wasn't a coexist storyline, but just to see how no, it's how story. many times it's the tropes they they fall into. Yeah, exactly, and like, and that they just keep they just keep laughing. Like it's like they're laughing at me for tuning in. I get paid to now, but like, it's, imagine it's imagine
2: if during the Bianca and Charlotte match they tweeted out, "But will there be a clean finish?" Yeah, like. Like, if they they had tweeted that out, like, like how insulting that would have been.
1: The insulted fan
3: in me sees the insulted (laughs) fan in you.
2: Keep cool, cool. Keep
3: cool, cool.
2: And also with you,
0: exactly. And with Um, your spirit.
2: And with your spirit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The nerd guru says... WWE leaning into the coexist thing via Twitter is like your dad trying to bond with you by learning the floss dance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a one to one comparison, but I totally nerd get guru? it. That's the Nerguru. Oh
3: my God. Yeah. Brilliant. I love yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Um. Oh boy. Um. Did we already do this yet? I think well it's not listed here. They did another one of the um of the um they did another one of the uh Duke Hudson mentioned one time in a backstage promo that he likes to play poker so his entire character oh now God, is that he plays poker.
3: I I couldn't pay attention and he is such a natural talker. I could not pay attention because he was dressed like Aladdin. And I know. <laughs> Where was the Miz? Was the Miz in the scene? He was dressed like Aladdin. And I don't know why I was so fixated on this. Uh, there there was like a, a graphic of of playing cards in the corner of the screen. And they had the letters D-U-K-E on them. And I was like. I could not get over the fact that playing cards don't have letters on them, yeah. Alex. I was like, so wrapped up in that my brain could not get off. The
2: the K could be a king, a king. But there is there is no there is no duke, there is no, no. duke in in in, in the, there's no U, there's no umpire. The, I don't have an umpire of hearts. No. I don't have an emissary of clubs. There's no E. There's no D. There's no U. No. And I don't Duke know what that
3: doesn't is. have an ace in it, or a no, queen in it, or a jack I, in it.
2: I don't know Dude. why he's wearing a shiny gold vest and no shirt while playing poker.
3: Why like, is he in the movie Shazam?
2: What but, no, but but there's no there's no reason for like he you could like especially says you have these friggin' you have the fucking Brooks and Dunn that go out there and wrestle in full on in full. Like, just whatever they w- rolled so out much of bed,
3: so much street clothing. Like, no gear like, anymore.
2: They staggered home from the bar, drunk with a black eye, fell into bed, woke up, came to work, and that's what they're wearing. Like, why they get to wear street clothes, but Duke Hudson can't while well, he's playing poker doesn't make any sense to me.
3: Do you remember my very first episode joining you for Sour Grabs when I referenced the John Bellini bit of... It's yes. like a horse.
2: It's a horse. loose, it's in, the loose
3: in the hospital. This is that, and the Kyle O'Reilly segment is that. Oh boy.
2: Oh boy. Uh, I I I think it was a like it actually made like showing him reading his opponents. Like he bet on the flop, but he checked on the turn, and like like okay, you're showing me that that a you know what poker is, and b this is a guy who's cerebral, or whatever. Can we just get him into the ring? And, and can we promos? just get
3: a bit of t-shirt? Oh, no. <laughs> just a t-shirt.
2: Well, honestly, apparently, uh, Noct Bogan says, Hello, my favorite five duo. Have you seen Duke's oh. Poker shirt on WWE Shop? It's the best. Most of the 2.0 shirts so far are awful. One note gimmick designs. I have not seen this 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 uh Nor this t-shirt. Have I? Yeah. I I please check it out for me. Uh yeah, I'm 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 very interested. Like, if he's got his own shirt. Why isn't he wearing his own shirt? Mm, angry. Angry me. <laughs> um, yeah. So Valab says, did you know Bret Hart played Genie in a theater production of Aladdin? I did not know this. And then he ends with Keep Cool Gabagool. You um, yeah, and also with you. <sighs> um, so uh, they did it. They announced a thing. So they're going to have a triple threat women's tag team title match at Halloween Havoc. And um, we're, we, 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 this tonight, it was one member from each team in the, in a triple threat singles match, singles, triples, bet matches make a lot of sense, but yes. And the winner gets to spin the wheel, which makes the deal and figures out what gimmick they're going to have for the match. And Kenshiro says, uh, "Commentary going. There's no advantage to spinning the wheel, so this is basically pointless. Hurt on a spiritual level. Like, <laughs> I I missed that comment. So, so did I? I'm watch. I'm watching the the thing going. Like, what is that? What advantage is gained by you being the one to spin the de- spin the wheel? I'll, I'll grant it. If they have a list of of possible stipulations." And if you win this match, you get to pick it. Or, or how about this? If they have a list, uh, the wheel has all the stuff on it, right? And if you win the match, you get to remove one from the wheel. So it's the one that you don't want can't be picked. Like, that that would be an advantage. Just you getting to be the person that spins the wheel, that doesn't help or hurt anybody.
3: The wheel is complete. I... I sincerely, because I didn't hear that line on commentary either. I was probably still like, why was Duke Dukaten in Aladdin gear and couldn't tune in? Um, I I sincerely thought I missed something. Like, this was such a logic gap. I was like, isn't the wheel completely by chance? And then I was like, oh, you know what they're going to do? They're going to spin it. And the person who spun it is going to stop it on the thing that they want. And someone's going to not be paying attention. Like, it's going to be like a little sneaky heel thing. No. No. I just spun the wheel. Um. So, um. There was there was no advantage at all. No. We
2: this got e- we got Io Shirai versus Persia Parada versus J C Jane, and I did not realize how big Persia Parada was. She's a very large woman. She is um, a very large woman. Um. And I feel like like you can't tell me that Io Shirai isn't beating these two women every day of the week in Correct. a triple threat match. And of course she did win, which was good. But um, she only had to beat one of them. Because before the commercial, J.C. Jane attempted a suicide dive and nearly committed suicide. Yeah. Like, like it was not good. No. She, she caught all of the middle rope going through it and just went down straight on her face.
3: So bad. So bad. My notes just say, J.C., no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because that that was, man, there's some things not that enzo mori was ever like great in the ring but remember when he took that inside out bump with the VOD villains? and i was like oh he might really be paralyzed this did the same thing to me where i was like oh my god like there was it, a it was a
2: suicide dive that, that sasha did a few years ago when yes i know what you're talking about i thought
3: she, I was, dead. I about, thought she yeah. was dead
2: because she just went like, it wasn't one of those things like I got caught, my knees hit the thing and I go down. She went f- all the way through and then just like, just went, poof, just took a yeah. nose dive. Nobody caught her. And I was like, oh, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Sasha Banks is dead. That's not good. Um, so when they come back from the break, they just say, uh, we had our medical team look at her and she's been re- re- removed from the match. So I was like, okay, EO. Let's see you carry Persia Parada in a singles match that Persia Parada didn't know she was going to be in, like, because yeah. um, that's a different thing. Like, that's a completely different thing. And now, now we don't have the spots that we worked out in the back where JC is going to come in and break up a pin or whatever. And that that was actually fairly lengthy. I thought they were going to go to the finish and like.
3: I thought so too. Thirty-five I'm seconds. Very yeah. I was
2: like, okay, okay, cool, good. Um, but we all knew who was going to win. And I liked, I I really, I really enjoyed um, the giant power bomb that Persia hit on EO. I thought that really, that really helped to like sell her strength and her size, Uh, but we knew EO was going to win and she did. Um, And then they, they spun the wheel um, and it landed on a Scareway to Hell ladder match. Now, this is just going to be a ladder match. So uh, it's just they're they're not there's not gonna be any like the, the ladder's not gonna be scary. No, no,
3: no. Ladders famously go to hell. They go <laughs> down and not up.
2: Ooh, that'd be good. If there was like a giant hole in the middle of the ring.
3: And, <gasps> and then and there for was like... 10 seconds, Kane pops up and goes, stop, guys, and then just goes back down.
2: Listen. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> yes, I mean that's also a possibility. <laughs> But what if, like, there was a hole in the middle of the ring, and there was a ladder coming up out of it, and out of it was like orange and yell and and red lights, and then smoke and everything, and and there was the the NXT championship was at the bottom, and the the tag titles were at the bottom, and you had to climb down to get it. But every time it was just like instead of like pushing you off a ladder, it'd be like pulling you up from inside halfway down oh. the hole. That, See, would that would be, be cool. totally different it's a very vince russo type type of match <laughs> and i'm glad they don't do it but um i would i wish they would have a, the scareway to the hell whatever would it would be a ladder match but like maybe the the ladders are all scary i don't know like how do you make the ladders scary do they have like eyeballs painted on them or whatever it's just going to be a regular ladder match calling it a scareway to hell ladder match doesn't really do anything unless you're actually going to change something about the ladder match
3: I yeah I don't I mean it's Ooh, kind of true to Halloween if, Havoc because no one knew what a coal miner's glove match was. That's,
2: that's true. <laughs> what if um what if uh th- at the top um if, if if you have to not only do you have to climb to the top to get the belts off but they're like encased in a cage made of barbed wire or something like you have to like reach into it and get all cut up to pull Ooh. the... You like make it really scary and then there's like rubber bats. Flying around like this, like rubber bats, like on little yeah. strings.
3: Yeah. Or little birds like the Hitchcock movie. I was hoping the stipulation, because EO was obviously gonna win, would be doing ridiculous spots from the top rope with a um a trash can over your head. <laughs> that should be a stipulation.
2: Yes, it should. She it was should. amazing they had a lot that. of, they had a lot. The coal miners glove on a pole match was definitely one of the ones that was on there. In, in insane asylum match was on there. Like I'm now I'm looking at it and saying like there's two more spins of the wheel that are gonna happen next week for the tag match between MSK and Imperium and for the 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 women's title match between between Mandy and, and Raquel. Um, is it
3: an Ambrose asylum?
2: No, it's not it's an insane asylum, it's very different. It's not, it's different. not the same thing. No there's, there's not a plant in there's it. no Name there's Mitch. no there's no plants. Well, there is a plant, but his name's not Mitch, it's Dave. So this is his cousin Dave. He needs work. And like the pandemic's been really hard on, on Dave and his family. And so Mitch was like, like, listen, <laughs> they called they called Mitch. They said Mitch was like to come in. It's like, no, no, no. Like, like give my give my friend make my, my cousin Dave a call. Dave. Like it's been really hard on Dave.
3: They so. kept plant hoarding during the pandemic and then they had to release a bunch of plants, yeah. but they resigned Dave.
2: <laughs> so so EO wins and celebrates as though she's won something. And 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 Wade concluded that it was a mental victory, said Ken Shiro. Just winning this. Winning this match will give you momentum going into Halloween Havoc. Because, you know, just just imagine uh, how you could think. I don't know, man.
3: Well, <laughs> you know what? That would have been okay if the story was who's getting momentum. The story was you get to spin the wheel and there's no advantage to that. So they went out of their way to create a device that made no sense. If it was, hey, this is just going to be a contest between great wrestlers at, going into a match next week we'll see like the, the season veteran pulls out a victory or what, like that would have been fine, but that's not the story that we were told. We were told yeah. you get to spin this wheel. That is completely left up to chance.
2: Yeah. Um, Nerd guru taking us down memory lane. Shout out to last Halloween havoc where EO and Candace had an absolute banger ladder match, not talked about enough, but the spots in that ruled. Yep. They did. Uh, they did. And those uh, two are NXT 1.1
1: mm. or 1.1. <laughs>
2: No, 1. like oh. uh, it kind of was 1.0 was like uh Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins and yeah. Big E and Bo Dallas, like 1.5 was where like Kevin Owens showed up. Like, yeah, after after that, it was a completely different thing, and that lasted all the way until two this 0. this thing. Like, because that that was that was the golden age, man. When Kevin so Owens good. showed up and and Tried to murder his best friend Sami Zayn on his first day in the company, and from then on, it's just been banger after banger after banger after banger. And now it's like, hey, here's some stuff we're doing. It's Look at like, our logo. We got a we got a new logo now. It's slightly off center and lots of colors. Um, so we got another Solo Sakai package, it's the same one I believe. Uh, he's going to be here next week, so they're going to do a. Debut match Somebody's going to get a debut match On, on the takeover Like they, they used to do a, a lot When somebody would like Have their first match on a, on a takeover I mean it's not a takeover But you understand what I'm saying Yeah uh, Phil Felice has a good uh, good joke It's good enough that I'm going to use it Even though it was no super chat I don't do this But I'm doing this one NXT 1.78 had a weird bug Where you clip through the ropes Yeah they had to patch that one They had to patch it They had to, They had to release a patch for that one That wasn't good uh, I hated that one. That was bad. Um but <laughs> now we get to the biggest thing ever on the show. Tony D'Angelo had a match tonight and it was great. And you um, are
3: never gonna be able to forget about it. No, cause
2: cause cause we got um because we got it versus Ru Feng. And I don't know what Roofing's like, well, who that is, but like, I okay. I I'm very like. Listen, traditionally, uh, the mobster types uh, have not been what what should we say um, racially sensitive about other groups, and I'm very glad that in his um, in his uh, I- I- improvisations during the match, we didn't get anything too offensive. Correct, but. They absolutely put a mob dude in a match with a karate guy, and just said, "Let's have like it!" Like it, like it, was absolutely something out of Street Fighter. Like, here's this guy who's like, "Hey, normally I'm just a guy who works in the mob, but hey, I'll fight you." And then, like, like now it's like, like, it's like Tony D'Angelo versus Ru Fang fight, and it's just like, 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 honestly. Dun- it was great it was my all my street fighter 2 fantasies come to life was perfect um and it was it was really good like he got to do all of his stuff that he does and and rufang got to lose i enjoy his, his 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 um finishing move um but uh but they need to give it a name and my my vote is the forget about it and the reason why they should call his his finisher the forget about it is because he drops you on your head so hard that you get literal amnesia.
3: Wait, didn't they call it the chef's kiss, though? Or no, were they, they just saying chef's they
2: kiss? They were just saying uh, chef's kiss because that's the emoji that everyone's using when they talk about him. And they should call it now the the, the Tony D'Angelo, should be a Tony Angelo emoji.
3: Okay. I feel like it needs to be called something even more than the forget about it, though. I would just, I would much rather it be called something more stupid and stereotypical than makes sense, like what you said. Like, it just needs to be the sleep with the fishes. Yeah, sure. Or like the concrete shoes or something. But yeah. I, I, I wouldn't sneeze at the forget about it.
2: Eh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um.
2: Yeah, I, 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 um, yeah, so good. Um, so anyway, the, the thing that happens afterwards is they do a, hey, you just, you just want, you just want a match. We're going to have an interview with you. Um, and this was magic. Yeah. Cause the, the she comes and is like, uh, congratulations on your victory. He's like, Hey, yeah, I did win, didn't I? Uh, and, uh, it's like, but, um, uh, last legends producer, Mark, um, went missing last week and nobody's seen him since, uh, and people are saying that you might know something. So, you know, what would you, what did you say about that? Like, Hey, first of all, I can't believe you asked me this question. What are you a snitch? And I, I, I want him so that. much to be like, what are you wearing a wire? Because I want that to be it's got to build to that, though. It's got to build, build to that. What, what are you? What are you? Some kind of a snitch. When snitch. he's
3: sitting on commentary and people are actually wearing right. wires, he needs to ask about wires.
2: <laughs> when he he says, he says, <laughs> um, how do I how do I know what happened to this guy? Maybe the Stunad went on vacation. Oh, and I'm like, he called him a Stunad. Like, this guy knows everything he's supposed to say. And perfectly does it. Like it's he's he's I I can't imagine somebody else playing this part this well. It is absolutely a friggin' comedy gimmick stereotype thing. But you can do that and do it poorly. Yes. Most people do it poorly. Most people do. He really has said bad. I am committing to this bit one hundred percent. You are asking me to play Tony Soprano, a guy who I've been playing in my head. Like, yeah. all, all my friends growing up, like, would, would, like, say, hey, hey, do the voice. Do the voice. Do Tony Soprano. It's funny. When the guy does the voice, watch him do the voice. And this is the thing he's been doing his whole life. It's obvious. It's not something? He just decided to, like, I, I'll give it a shot. This is a character he's been honing, just making his friends pop for years. And he gets to do it in NXT. And it's
3: so great. It's so funny you said that, because today I was like, oh, I think this guy just. I went the other way where I think I was like, he was just a huge Sopranos fan and was like, you know what? I want to go do that in progress. Like maybe like that's, but like maybe. we, we had that same thought on the same day. <laughs> like, I think I, it's, it's, it was ironically over because he was from like three different cities, but now he's doing it really well. And so two things, one, please. I thought for sure. Lash legend was going to come distract him, and this was going to end up in a roll-up no. for
2: sure. They wouldn't they wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare. They
3: would never. No. Uh and I he just keeps bribing everyone. I love the bribery. Like yeah. he gives oh, her the money as Now, and- hey,
2: hey, sweetheart, why don't you take this? Go get yourself something nice and forget about it. Forget about it. Oh, God, it's so good. And I loved
3: it too because he, he was offended she would ask the question and then bribed her. <laughs> like I how, loved that.
2: How dare you even ask me this question? It was so um, great. Oh, so good. So so good. Um, so um, uh, so, um <laughs> first we got from Fact Channel. We have a super chat that just says gabagool. Gabagool to you as well.
3: And and to you.
2: Um uh Jake Jake Hahn says uh Tony Angelo might be the most over guy in NXT right now, and I'm down with that. How can you not be? Um, uh, and t 5 Great says, um, it's sad that one company makes you smile and mark out while the other makes you face palm and tear out your imaginary hair. Tony D'Angelo, take the wheel! Uh, <laughs> that's good. Um, uh, <clears throat> The nerd guru says that NXT 2.0 should lean into, in, into its ridiculousness and just be a bunch of these insane personas all breaking the fourth wall led by Tony D as the D O NXT the Don NXT uh that's very very good uh Nacho man Normie summers says may Gabagool be with you and also with you and also with you um and uh and the nerd guru says his finisher should be the snitches get stitches. Um, that's 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 good too. That's, I like <laughs> that a lot. I'm in on that. Um, I uh, yeah, I thought this was really. It was everything it needed to be. He got a chance for him to, for him to talk. His he, he's got a he's got a thing now. He's trying to get over where he bribes people to get him to shut up. That's that's excellent. He's he's got like he, he's completely sunk into this thing. Like it's it's. I don't think it's any. I think for some people. He's a, he's a meme wrestler and nobody, and they don't actually care. Like, it's just like, you know, it's funny to watch him, but I think a lot of people are going like, no, this is actually a lot of fun. And if, if you could, you could figure out a way to like, make him take it seriously. If you needed to later and see what happens when like, you know, oh, Biggie can never be champ. He always jokes around like this guy could never be anything because look at his weird, weird wacky yeah. gimmick. I honestly have no idea what they could do with him if he ever needed to do that. But don't do that with him at all for the next year. Like the idea of Tony D'Angelo in full Tony D'Angelo deciding, I'm gonna go after that North American championship. I'm gonna make it the Italian American championship. Like, like I would love that if like he he completely decided, no, I'm this is what I this is what I'm gonna do. Is I this is what I do. Why not?
3: What if it's a flag match and it's Italian flags in both corners?
2: <laughs> oh, good. That's good. I like that a lot. Um, I disagree.
3: I think he should dethrone Roman at WrestleMania.
2: Yeah. Well th- yeah. before yeah. then, I'm saying. WrestleMania is so far from now. Yeah. That's right. Um, he's he should win the Royal Rumble. Obviously. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, man. Um <laughs> <laughs> Zach shemmel says, uh, "Hey, hey and Alex and Kate. I, I went to work out rather than watch NXT. I your night is going well. How would Tony D'Angelo react to something going wrong on this, the day of his daughter's wedding? Hey, why you come to me with this, this, this thing? Listen, I don't care what's going on. The groom, you say the groom. He's, he's dead. Well, that's terrible. listen, I know he's got a twin brother. You go find him, put him in a tux, because my daughter is getting married today. I don't care. Get out of here, you stunad gabagool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's something very wrong on, on the day of his daughter's wedding. Um uh, I yeah, I, I I I really did love this. Um, it was good. It was, it was really it was, good. It was it was not ironically good, it was really it, it was, was really honestly very, very, very good. Um. Then we get defense. five of those. Five, five,
3: five, five, chefs' kisses.
2: Five of these. <laughs> um. uh <laughs> Um. It's so funny because um, I have I I guess I have an an uh, an old operating system or something because when any everybody is sending me those emojis and it just comes up as a, as a, as a blank like a question mark. And so it looks like somebody's sending me five Mario question marks. And that's a different kind. <laughs> that's a different kind of Italian stereotype.
3: It's a me, a Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> a plumber. Very, that's, different. That's Very different. That's where he Very different. That's where turn to next.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, we get Legato de Fantasma versus uh, Brooks and Dunn, Briggs and Jensen. Um, they're supposed to come out first. But then we we go backstage, and uh, and we see whichever one is the one the one the one of them. I don't Brooks. know which one was it. Brooks, Brooks, it's Brooks. And and, and and Brooks, Brooks is laying there, laid out, and 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 Dunn is standing over him, like, "Are you okay?" And he literally stands up and goes, "Legato," <laughs> and he gets hit in the back by a chair or something, uh, and and they walk past them. Both of them laid out and watched the ring coming out to somebody else's music, to Brooks and Dunn's music, and be like, hey, we are Legado de Fantasma, and we were just going to – nobody – We they obviously can't recover, but we're going to hang out in the ring during the – okay. And then we get a Legado de Fantasma versus a an injured uh, Brooks and Dunn. Uh, and they did – when they had their first match – Against Imperium on the first episode of NXT 2.0, they were wearing gear, right?
3: Like, yeah, everybody's the, not wearing gear except the, for Diamond Mind because Malcolm Bivens right has but standards. It's, it's the first time
2: I've ever noticed the big one, Joe Bob, whatever the hell his name is. Um, the he he's uh, wearing like he's wearing a a like a full on leather vest over a red checkered flannel. Um, and, and then also like cowboy boots and the other guys wearing a, a free bird with a bald Eagle wearing an American flag bandana, uh, t-shirt with the, 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 the sleeves cut off and they're both wearing jeans and like that. Yeah. They're uh, going to go
3: hang out with Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner after the show. And they're going to drink some PBRs, go fishing.
2: Yep. Yeah, they are um no uh legato legato one yeah legato one um i actually really enjoyed the i I don't know if i've ever seen this tag team combo finisher but it's like um uh joaquin Wild like does one of the like spinny around things that goes into like a into a submission but holds him in place for like a running uh kick thing that looked vicious like it was really cool uh basically like just a fancy way of making sure you're holding him up so he can get take the finisher in the face. But I thought that was um was, that was, was neat pretty good. I like that a lot.
3: Um the was really good. Like no, they're
2: they're very good. They're one of those things I feel is like it's gonna get lost in the shuffle. Because a
3: Hispanic tag team lost in the shuffle in WWE. Never. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that, that that group, man. Legato was great before they added Electra Lopez, and I think she does add a dimension to them. Yes. And agreed. we're still, we're just, they're still just gonna just. Uh, they, if you're gonna call up Hit Row, go ahead and call up too. Legato as well. You can put them on different shows, like they would fulfill two different things.
3: Well, yeah, hundred percent.
2: But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they
3: actually seem more ready than Hit Row does to me.
2: Yeah, cert- certainly. Yeah. Wild and Mendoza and Escobar have way more experience
1: yes. than yeah. the
2: trio all combined of the other side. But, yeah. um So we get a full video preview for Raquel versus Mandy Rose where Raquel is riding a motorcycle cuz she's a badass. Look at her riding a motorcycle and she likes to ride her motorcycle with her championship thing on on her shoulder and that's what happened honestly. I think that's what happened to Rhea where she lost her tag. Team I was title go.
3: say.
2: You should probably you should probably leave that at home or at least in the hotel. And um, not in
3: a steakhouse not, either. Not just, just
2: don't don't leave it in a steakhouse. Don't leave that's it in a steakhouse sure. either. But but you also should should probably not just drive around with it on your on your shoulder. Correct. And then Mandy Rose comes out and is like, I've been called so many things. Hot. Sexy.
3: A babe. A babe. Gorgeous. Stunning. Gorgeous. Amazing look, looking. Um, Dare look people call me these names. A smoke show. Um, um, <laughs> Don't get called a smoke show. You'll just disappear from television. Look at Scarlet.
2: Um, yeah. um, uh, Why? I-
3: when I'm so hot. Does that mean I've never had a championship?
2: Um, look at me. Look how hot I am, and somehow I've never been champion. How's that even possible?
3: What? But um, I look like this, which means in a wrestling contest, <laughs> I should win.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I honestly think that Mandy Rose has improved so much Agreed. over the years, and this, this persona is doing her no favors. To be like look how hot I am. why don't you just give me stuff like that that doesn't like you know I mean I I, I don't I don't know like I don't feel like that's not a not a, not a best way to like pr- 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 I, I get I get it she's a heel but whatever.
3: I've been called so many names and they're all compliments. uh I said that I want raquel to dye her hair blonde to come out and retain the title.
1: So swerve she,
3: swerve. And, and then she's just like, I would love for that sincerely to happen. And then Mandy Rose uh goes on um like a McFoley-esque amnesia situation, like like a <laughs> cactus jack thing, like where she just <laughs> loses her mind because a blonde person won and she never needed to dye her hair in the first place. She's completely betrayed by her other two stable mates. She is questioning everything in her life because a blonde person retained the title. That is what I want to happen.
2: It's true. But there right is thing. there is a very cool, like, not serious, but, like, have, would have depth to the story to do a thing. Remember when she got kicked in the face and said, like, they broke my face, I'm hideous now? Like, if she had actually shown up wearing, like, a, like a Mick Foley, mankind-esque leather mask thing, where, like, everything because she feels hideous or whatever and she wore that and she was like she was losing her mind because she everything she's everything she's been told about who she is is i'm sexy i'm hot i'm sexy i'm hot that's the only thing that is that is important because that's what i've been told this whole time if i don't have that who am i and then
3: Remember she when actua- cody made everybody wear paper bags over their face <laughs> Yes. When he was doing the dashing broken face thing, right. they could have done something like that. That would right. have been great. But they
2: would never do something like that with an actual hot woman True. because they think the only reason somebody would be watching a segment with her in it is because she's hot. And that's the problem, is they don't ever allow somebody like get any depth with it. But okay. I mean, honestly, like the the, the segment was really well produced. Like it was, it was well shot. Everything was all it was well edited. Fine. Like if, if you if you did not want to see Mandy versus uh, Raquel before, I can't imagine that you were watching this thing and go, well, now, now I'm on board. Like, like it's it's just it's a thing. Like the the, the it's what we're gonna see. You know, like, we're
3: gonna see. It. I just don't like. Why can't she be hot and something else? Like, why can't she be hot and have said, I'm hot and I made it to the main roster? Nobody else here has yet. Why? You know what I mean? Like, why why can't there be something justifiable as to why she should be in a wrestling championship match? And also hot. You can be both those things, I swear.
2: She can't mention that she was on the main roster because then that opens up the response to be, um, well, why are you back down here then? That's um, true, and and that's a problem too because they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to acknowledge that there's the two things. Like honestly, I would love for there to be both a a kayfabe reason why she just left her tag partner on Raw and came to NXT, and 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 decided to like you know hang out, taunt Frankie Monet a little bit, and then pick up these two strays and decided to start up like a.
3: Uh, Maybe uh, that's the story, though. Dana Brooke wasn't doing me any favors. We weren't getting tag title shots. I had to come get some new friends. I came here to put all these bitches on notice. Like, do something.
2: The problem with that storyline is is that they were due to get a title title shot. shot. The last time we saw them on Raw, they had a big brawl with Natty and Tamina backstage, which is obviously leading to them getting a title shot. And then the next Wednesday, the next. Tuesday, we saw her just pop up on on Raw, We're like on um, on NXT. Like, what what is this? Is Dana with her? What's happening? Um, but
3: oh, not God. only do I want to William go- Regal not- was there. Yeah,
2: not <laughs> only do I want a kayfabe reason for her being here, I want the actual reason. I want like who made the call to send her from Raw to NXT? Why? Why not? Why not Dana? Why not? Why split up Dana? Like, what is like because uh, that just, that never made any sense to me at all. It's just like I'd like to know, I, I know I'm never gonna find out, but whatever.
3: Well, they've now split up literally the entire tag team division, so
2: yeah. Phil Felice says, uh, Gabagool, and also with you, amen,
3: and also with you, amen, amen,
2: amen. Um,
3: so I
2: guess it matters. <clears throat> That no, LA Knight uh, and, and, and Grayson and Waller, Grice and Walla, both want to host Halloween Havoc because it's a ticket to superstardom on the main roster. Wade Barrett had the nerve to say, because look at Shotzi Blackheart. What a superstar she is on SmackDown now. And I was, she hasn't appeared in literal months. What like seriously? Like you don't have
3: not Wade Barrett's best night on a few reasons, and actually, sadly, most of the reasons outside of this were that he was being intelligent and pointing out things that wins and losses don't matter. Like this is this is why Becky doesn't work as a heel on the main roster right now is intelligence wins. People Mm -hmm. like smart people.
2: Yeah.
3: Same thing with Wade Barrett trying to be a heel commentator and pointing out the obvious. It doesn't work. This moment, not as best from what you just said. And that, uh, yeah, they brought her up to the main roster. She did like two tag matches with someone that she's no longer a tag partner with and hasn't appeared in literally months. So I, uh, to, to superstardom, uh, a stretch, a stretch,
2: Wade. Yeah, Um. So we get LA Knight versus Grice and Walla, uh, and LA Knight one. I don't know what to say about this. Like, I don't know what to say about it. Like, it, it I don't understand why we, we were concerned about who was hosting. Like you, you, you set up an interesting story. I mean, like maybe not interesting is the right word, but like a storyline between Cameron Grimes and Grayson Waller last week. That was a storyline. Cameron Grimes Like what uh, dating apps? What are those? To the swoon, like you, you, you. We set up a whole thing between them with women of all
3: hair colors.
2: Women of all hair colors, literally all of them. On those apps. On those apps. Um, it's about likes and swipes. Um, so I thought you were going to follow up on that in any way, but Cameron Grimes wasn't on the show. Grayson Waller was doing something different. Like if you start something. Like, you, you you, gave us chapter one. You gave us Cameron Grimes and Grayson Waller meet and become friends, bonding over, dating apps, having all of the hair colors. And then chapter two happens. What's chapter two? There is no chapter two. Maybe chapter two happens next week if we're lucky. Now that's Halloween Havoc. Maybe we have to wait until, like, mid-November to get chapter two. And by that point, everyone's forgotten about chapter one. Like, if you have this thing, here's the deal we're going to start. Cameron Grimes, Grayson Waller have a thing that they've bonded over. That's the beginning of something. You have to know what chapter two is and be willing to commit to doing chapter two the next week and chapter three the next week. And and if you don't do that, then we're just floundering and doing nothing for anybody.
3: My thought that I was rolling my eyes at and didn't want to happen, I now want to happen because it would have made sense. That's how bad it was. I. I was like, oh, who would be a better host than Cameron Grimes? Right? He's going to come in and he's going to interfere, and it's either going to turn into a triple threat or he's going to be on Grayson Waller's team in some way when the opportunity and Grayson Waller is going to turn around and say, nah, this is something that's made for a guy like Cameron Grimes. And then you have LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, who already hate each other, like hating each other more and at least like deepens the story that was there before. No, no Cameron Grimes, who would be a wonderful Halloween havoc host or at least a contender for it. I actually like LA Knight. I, I, I'm not mad about him winning this. I just this isn't like a huge coup. Like,
2: like I, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, what? what he what he gets what he's gonna do about it. Like what who who cares? Like like and honestly all Shotzi did was like interfere on behalf of, of EO, right? And then um and then or no was that I don't remember what the hell that was. She was just there. She she howled at the moon a lot. She spun the she wheel. Sure did.
3: She sure that did. was
2: that was about it. Like she didn't do anything. Um, there's like we want to get her on TV. Um, and I guess that's what they want to do with Larry Aloysius, but like, I don't understand what we're like, who cares? Who cares who's hosting the show? You're not gonna do anything, like, like, you know, I don't know. It just I I I, I failed to understand why this was even a thing at all. Like it-
3: no, especially since hosts are appointed in every other thing that they have a host for.
2: Yeah, um, uh, if, if it was uh, something like, as you said, L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes both hate each other, right? And uh, the, you can't do this because there's no um, authority figures on the show, and certainly not two of them, but if like uh, somebody said, okay, L.A. Knight is asked to be the host of the show, uh, so I've said yes... And and then William Regal, some somebody else, I don't know who the first person was, but William Regal says, "Oh well, Ka- Cameron and Grimes, they came to me and asked me to, if you might be able to host the show next week." And I said, "Of course, Cameron, you could host the show." So I guess they'll be co-hosts, and they have to they have to figure out a way to Go co-host Chris. exist, and then they could they could host host together, and uh,
3: you know How that, about they, could, they could do that. I'll, I'll do you one better. It's Cameron Grimes and Ember. And anytime he wants to throw it to her, he goes to the moon. And Ember Moon takes the wheel, whatever. It's perfect. And actually, Ember Moon would That's be like true. a perfect, like Halloween-ish kind of gimmicky thing. That would be yeah. fun. Yeah. I'm there adorable in my bookcase.
2: Hey? You really are. You <laughs> really, really, really are. Um, uh, so now we get our big time. Uh go uh awesome go 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 home uh big time tag team match that everybody wants to see featuring Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa versus the Grizzly Young Veterans
3: versus Coexistence.
2: And Tommaso Ciampa winds up being the face in peril. And every time he gets to the corner, Braun Breaker is taking a smoke break. I don't know. He's not there. He's chasing people off, gets pulled off the thing. And finally, Ciampa gets over there and says, Where the hell have you been? Tags (laughs) tags in Braun Breaker really hard. And Braun Breaker gets angry and then just crushes people. Uh, He crushes James Drake, poor James Drake. Uh, And it's like, he says, This is going to be you next week. And he hits his 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 gorilla press into a front slam thing he does, and then that's it. And then they um uh Champa starts to leave to go to the back, but then he decides to come back into the ring so they can get a good shot of them you know yelling at each other from this far away so they can do a video package about it next week, and that's it.
3: Yeah, there was one I mean- spot in that I liked where Breaker occur excuse me for saying that wrong. Sorry, um, <laughs> Brankaker went to take a swing at Ciampa and Ciampa timed it so perfectly mm-hmm. the way that he got out of the way. Mm-hmm. So well done because that spot looks real cheesy when you don't time it right. right. Boy, oh boy. Very, very well done uh, from both of them. But this just wasn't necessary. Didn't mean anything. And because I saw it 64 times in the past week on other main roster programming, I did not care. But uh, Breaker is good in the ring, and Champa Papa is—I mean, just one of the best to to ever do this. I just don't understand where he goes in NXT 2.0. Like, I, I don't know what's next for Tommaso Champa.
2: I mean, uh, listen, I'm I'm holding out hope that he wins on uh, Halloween Havoc, and they they let him keep the belt um for another month before he loses. Like Braun Breaker, like. Like the story being, Braun Breaker is is young and he's a out star. Right,
3: he's the, he's, the
2: break, he's the breaking he's a breaker king out, and he doesn't he doesn't understand uh, all 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 the all the you know ins and outs of being a professional wrestler against somebody who's a who's a ring veteran uh, and and a very smart guy like Champapa. And so so he loses the match the first time out because he's because Champa outsmarts him. And then they get a rematch because, because you have a battle royal and breaker wins that too. And then he gets his title shot versus Champapa this time. And this time Champapa tries this tries the same counter to something or a roll-up. And Breaker's got his number this time. He did his he did his homework yeah. and he wins. But so I'm Mama afraid
3: Joe is gonna DQ it, isn't he?
2: I'm I'm afraid that we're gonna get no no no, not not even that. That, that we're going to get Braun Breaker just just destroying him. Like, do, pulling pulling a, uh, 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 a Lesnar versus Cena at SummerSlam. Just ruining Champapa to prove that NXT 2.0 is really the top thing now. Oh, of course,
3: because we're in brand supremacy season. What am I thinking? NXT yeah. 2.0 versus the old guys. Of course. How foolish of me.
2: Hmm. Um. Yeah. Um uh, But that's so what I'm. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh. I. I. I, I, I don't know. Um. So. So we get. Um. Tdx1138 says <laughs> WWE's booking philosophy <laughs> is co-existentialism. That's good.
3: You're not I wrong.
2: Like, I like that. Uh. The Nergu says they'll never do the NXT invasion thing again. But if they did, it should be these new people checking rainbow colored paint on all the red and blue, you know, like the beginning of In Living Color, as Will Washington
3: talks about. I love that idea. Um, no. Um. Yeah. They
2: don't
3: do the but, things that I like anymore.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I. It's one of those. This is one of those things. The, the biggest problem I have with all of these is I don't understand. Why Champa and Breaker, Breaker, have to have this match at all? Like no, like what is what? What do they get? Like what if they lose the match? What happens? It's not like, um, it's not like if the Grizzle Young Vets were the tag champs, and they sure. said we're gonna put our belts on the line versus you boys, and so both of those guys want the pay bump if they become tag champs. So they would want to win, become tag champs. Can they coexist in order to be tag champs? Can they coexist in order to win a meaningless main event on a random episode of of a go home NXT show? Like, I don't, I don't care if they can coexist. It doesn't matter if they can coexist.
3: And there wasn't even a spot where one of them beat up the other one to make them look weak for next week. That's the one thing I thought for sure we would get. oh, okay, after the match, break Kerr is going to go beat up Ciampa, so that next week, he's weaker going into it, and blah, 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 blah. No, that didn't yep. happen either. They didn't even get together to stop the unstoppable force of Diamond Mine and have the match be against them to hand them their first loss or attempt to. N- absolutely no stakes here. Absolutely. Yep. Completely meaningless main event on a-, a completely meaningless main event on a go-home show to yep. Halloween Havoc.
2: Yes. Right. Um, so uh let's see here. Um couple more um a couple more um super chats before we get into the jukebox gauntlet to finish the night cuz we're it's, done with this thing early somehow. It's There's the wheel of
3: impressions. About.
2: It's the wheel and you get
3: apparently. to spin it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do. I get to spin it. Uh Mox Moxxi M M O X X I Moxxi S Says, uh, will the cruise be Danhausen's foot in the door, Kate?
3: Well, just from, because I think he's still under contract with ROH, I, I don't think so. And I don't know. Man, AA, AEW right now has a good amount of Goofy, and I don't think they want to tilt the scales. Between Ever-Rise and Best Friends and Orange Cassidy and the Wingmen, I think you don't want to go too far with that. Like Dan Housen is great in Ring of Honor cuz there's just nobody else like him over there. So I'm going to say no for now for now. We'll see what happens. Fact channel <laughs>
2: uh yeah, fact channel also asks uh when do we get Gabagool merch? I don't know. I don't I don't control any of that, but we need to keep cool Gabagool. Somebody did an amazing uh design yeah. for a keep cool Gabagool shirt. We need that. Um, yeah. uh, I, I don't control any of that. Wish I did. Uh, Chris Rains says a perfect evening to spend with Kalex before flying out tomorrow. Can't wait to not coexist with the other cruises wearing my sour graps <laughs> shirt. Yes, find please.
3: Me! Uh, please uh,
2: wear, wear the sour grapes shirt. That uh, that'll be a way you can find Kate because if you're wearing the sour grapes shirt, uh, it'll be like, hey, that's a thing. Uh, yes, I do have sour grapes shirt. Uh, it's you can go fight shop.fifel.com. I have it right here. Look at that awesome thing. We need to get a new one that also features Kate on it. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna we're gonna uh, maybe we'll put your face on like the green grape. Like you're kinda, I mean, like hanging out bite right there. Maybe I need to make this
3: company money somehow if people are canceling their select subscriptions over me when I don't contribute. Yeah. Um
2: uh, but yeah, please, please, please go to shop.fiffel.com, buy yourself a shower, grab shirt, you can wear it to all your wrestling uh places and Cruises. and then uh yeah and then uh you know maybe some people be like hey i hate that guy he sucks and you can be like yeah yeah but but i love him anyway um and that'll that'll be fun uh no i i i fully understand i'm definitely an acquired taste and and i i've always (laughs) wanted to say i've always said i want everyone to either love me or hate me i don't want to be like yeah he's all right Right, come on let's just do it all in baby uh either way proper Um, heel. (laughs) <laughs> Pro- prop. That's right. Proper heel. Um, so uh we um we get here's here it is. We are going to do the jukebox now. Okay, everybody. Yes. I'm saving one for last because it's going to be uh, uh, a, a big time one, okay. So uh Andrew Staddleberger sent in two super chats about the same thing, and I I'm going to try, but this is not somebody I have in my repertoire, okay. Because Ando Saddleberger said, it's been a long day and I missed the show. Can I ask for an impression of Norm Macdonald ranting on any 2.0 gimmick of choice? And then he sent another super chat in later basically asking for the same thing. Thank you for sending it. You don't need to send the thing twice. We have it. I I will get to it. For these impression things, I'll probably save them till the end of the show. Um, but um, uh, I, I, I don't know that I have a Norm Macdonald um uh impression um but i think i might be able to do norm mcdonald doing burt reynolds um s- from 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 the celebrity jeopardy episode so uh let's see if i can do um a... all right here we go so uh yeah uh tony angelo I think is funny funny guy uh got a hat nice hat Italian, I'm not Italian, but I like spaghetti. Tony, Tony, answer though. Gabagool, it's a funny word. Gabagool, <laughs> Gabagool, <laughs> funny word. <laughs> um, that's that's as good as I can do. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it, and that Celebrity Jeopardy episode has Will Ferrell saying something in it that I can like consistently think about when I'm watching WWE programming, which is there's no way that you can mess this up. Now let's see how you've managed to mess this up. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> I think about that anytime it's like you have Kevin Owens doing yeah. something. Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, <clears throat> Norm MacDonald as Burt Reynolds changing his name to turd Ferguson is the height of comedy. There's yes. been, there's been no pinnacle reached above that. Um, so here we go. Another one. Here we go. Um, uh, uh Tyrone Kidd says, I would now would like to hear a Statler and Waldorf impression as a color commentator for NXT if possible. Um okay. Well, I'm just gonna do ge- generic old man ish uh voices. Here we go. Ah! What's that? Uh Tony D'Angelo. I knew a Tony D'Angelo one. He was. He was in my unit in the war. You were never in the war. Yes, I was. Uh, it was the uh, War of 1812. I'm older than you thought I was. But still, Tony D'Angelo was a good guy. He always used to uh, prepare Gabagool for us in the trenches. The trenches? Yeah, World War I. You said you were in the War of 1812. I meant 1912. Shut up. What? <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. So now we now we get another one. Uh. How would Tony D'Angelo react to getting a free drink from Kate? Hey, for me, thank you very much. What is this Malibu? What do you think I am? Hey, what do you do? Coconut rum? You think I would drink coconut rum? You it's fr- you. It's fr- well, eh, eh, coconut though. Hey, what are you doing to me,
3: Gabagool?
2: It's so sweet though, Gabagool.
3: <laughs> and also with you.
2: All right. Um, how would um, uh, Tony D'Angelo sound um, warning Johnny Gargano not to stay in NXT? Hey, Johnny, come here. Come Johnny. Listen, I want to talk to you. Okay. All I'm saying is it might behoove you to move on because the new generation is taking over, led by yours truly, Tony D'Angelo. And we are gonna we're gonna move all you old timers out. So it's it would be in your best interest if you were to pack a bag and head out. I'll give you a three-day head start before I send anybody after you, all right? Uh, then we get uh, Tony, uh, Tony D'Angelo Has been asked by um, Nerd Guru uh, to, to try to promo on Goldberg Publicly admitting his intention of murdering Bobby Lashley Goldberg What the hell are you doing You stupid student You're not supposed to come out and say you're going to offer guy? What are you doing You, you got to keep it on the down low Billy boy If there is one thing I can tell you It's never announced on television that you're gonna kill a dude because then if he winds up dead the cops know to come for you i'm just saying i had a cousin once he went on the news and said i'm gonna kill uh mikey francesco from down the way and then mikey francesco fell out of a damn window and they they put my cousin in jail now we busted him out but he's all right now but you should never do that bill
3: you and can't finally, however kidnap people in the parking lot
2: you can't do that it's fine um uh but finally the last one from zach barber he wants william regal to rap gangsta's paradise
3: (laughs) this is my favorite part of the show
2: and this is it guys
3: the go Um, home
2: it's the go home all right um as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ever, ever crossed a man that didn't deserve it, may be treated like a punk you know that's unheard of. Uh, you better watch how you're talking and where you're walking, or you and your homies might be lined in chalk. I really hate to trip, but I got a locust they croak. I see myself in the pistol smoke fool i'm the kind of g and the little homies want to be like on my knees in the night saying prayers in the street light take it tony been spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise this is something i know a lot about been spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise we keep spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise. Chicago, York, Philly, I miss you. We spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise.
3: I did not know that William Regal and Arn Anderson had such similar backgrounds. That's true.
2: That's, that's yeah. true. yeah.
3: And that uh, pistol smoke man. Uh,
2: um, Mark Losperson's <laughs> one last super chat. Hashtag Team Kalex. Hashtag, I need to quit my job. <laughs> hope y'all had a great show. Well, I don't need you to quit your job unless you really want to. Uh, and we hope you guys had a great show uh, 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 listening to this. Um, but uh, yeah, it's please send, send, uh send super chat. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> somebody on the Fightful pro wrestling handle definitely not sean said so donate super chats since i have to issue bonuses for this marathon they
2: sent they sent lots of super chats in they did yeah they were really good My dad it.
3: even got more
2: that's true we I got a sure huge one from from fran Chilet. so we yeah did. no thank you so much it was, that was it was awesome when um, fran
3: Chilet's name came up all i could think about was for <laughs> I know. French it's
2: Chile, It must be Italian. Um,
3: uh, Synergy we'll, we'll, people. We'll,
2: yeah. Kate, tell everybody where they can find you.
3: But they can find me on the Jericho Cruise, darling, this weekend. But normally on Tuesdays, I'm right here hanging out with Alex. On Wednesdays, I'm at the Mark Order Podcast talking all things All Elite. And on Fridays, I'm hanging out with Sean, who's paying me bonuses for this, uh, talking AEW Rampage and SmackDown right after those shows you can also find me at kate on deck see, tweeting a lot of positive stuff lately which is wrong because i'm a heel but i'll switch back over
2: <laughs> also you can you can find you on the Jericho. cruise
3: you can also find me on the jerry cruise
2: mm-hmm. um <clears throat> you can find me on the Twitter at alex sour Graps. uh do fightful select shows Reviewing Raw a late Monday night and uh, uh, SmackDown usually during the day on Saturday, and uh, they, I don't like them even as much as I like NXT, which is saying something. But I also uh, review the AEW Dynamite show on Wednesday with Sean Rossap and Robert DeFelice. It's a good time because the wrestling's better. Um, thank you all for being here. Next week for Halloween Havoc is the spooktacular sour liberation where we're gonna maybe be in costume and you guys are not going to want to miss it i promise we have something planned for next week you are not going to want to miss so please come back here next week for halloween havoc thank you so much uh keep cool Gabigol.